Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. How nice to um, follow on from George Galloway. Uh, He's a professional. Proper professional. Not like Whale and Ash. Uh, I've got plenty of time before the top of the hour to do my talk up and tell you exactly what's coming on. Oh, I've run it. I've ballsed it up in there. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the first telecast of the year. We've got a special treat for you here tonight. A young friend of mine just wrote a great new song called The Unknown Stuntman. And it's going to be performed right here on this stage for the first time. Here to sing it is an old buddy of mine. Mr. Colt Seavers. Let's make him welcome. No, 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 no. It was a joke. I'm not doing that. You're after you lost the bet. No, 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 no. Listen, on the beginning, sing it with feeling, and then move into Macho as you get to the macho. middle. Okay. No. Come on out here, Colt. Let's hear it for Colt Seavers. I didn't call Terry. This is on in L.A. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine, so fine. I've been on fire with Sally Fields, gone fast with a girl named Bo. Lead. I'd take my chances. I'd die for living in the movies and TV. Hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall Falls from a tall, tall building, building, I might go a brand new car. Yep. Yep. That's Lee Majors singing the theme tune to The Fall Guy in an episode of The Fall Guy. How? What the hell is... <laughs> I can't let someone email me. Was it John? John might have emailed me this week and said that they vaguely remembered um, that happening. Uh, if, uh, if it wasn't John, I apologise um, for slurring John's name. Slandering um, his name as well. Um, it, it's Lee Majors singing the theme tune to The Fall Guy in an episode of The Fall Guy. What other shows, um, feature the theme tune being sung in, in an episode of the show? That might be a tough one. That might be a tough one. i tell you what you could do, though, is, um, TV shows where... It's the, the the stars, for some reason, have to get up and sing. Um, it happened a lot in Happy Days, where Potsy Webber would, would, would sing. Remember that one where he couldn't remember? He was um, failing um, biology. And so he wrote a song um, that wasn't quite Dan Bones, Dan Bones, but it was a similar... It was a similar um, thing. It was, it was biology. It was a biology song, and he, he passed his exam because he sang it. Um, and I think the Fonzie might have sung in one as well. 0344 499 1000, by the way, if you want to join in this fun game. Um, and then when David Soul was trying to start... 
Well, David Soul, I think, was a singer before he was an actor. He was David Soul was the masked singer. Do you remember we talked about this before? He he um he wanted <laughs> there's a clip of it on, on YouTube from like black and white days. He wanted to be um it, it, taken serious his music taken seriously and not it, it, not because of his good looks. So he would go on on TV and sing wearing a balaclava. That's not weird, is it? But um there was an episode of Starsky and Hutch where he um he's in like a honky tonk bar. They always end up in a hon- that was in a honky tonk bar. The 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 full guy was in a honky tonk bar. Um I've been to a honky tonk bar in Japan. In Japan. I was in a honky tonk bar in Japan, just because it was like, well, this looks like a fun thing to do. And we got a cab, my wife and I got a cab, we was, uh, just outside Kyoto. Um, at, well, quite a bit outside Kyoto. And we ended, we, we got part, we got driven through this really dark road and we were terrified because we thought, this is weird. This is weird. Going to a honky-tonk bar just outside Kyoto. And we pulled up at this, this bar in the middle of nowhere with like fairy lights outside. I remember we had to climb up some stairs on the outside of the building to get in. And we went in and there was a Japanese country act on stage performing. And there were about eight people on stage. And, um, um, I'm just seeing if I've got it on my thing and I haven't, I haven't got the clip of him singing. Um, I haven't got his album. And uh, his name was Bo Yatani. I remember it very well. Uh, And there were six people in the audience, right? And so we were, uh, um, I wasn't drinking at the time, so we were having soft drinks, and um, we had a nice pizza there, I remember, we had a nice pizza. And then during the interval, the other five people in the bar left, right? And we were thinking of leaving, but they left, we thought, we can't, we can't um, leave this band playing to no one. And so we got talking to the band, and I said, oh, do you know Rhinestone Cowboy by Glen Campbell? And they said, yeah, 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 do you want to come up and sing it with us? And I was like, yeah, all right, that'd be wicked, that'd be a laugh. So no, they then started the second half, and ten minutes, literally just playing to me and my wife. No one else in the bar, but they played it. Fair play to them. They played it like they were playing a full concert. I'm really annoyed I've not got it on Bo Yatani's album on my computer. It's on my, um, my other one. And um, ten minutes into it, he stopped... A- <laughs> Bo Yatani stopped and he said, um, right, I want to, he said in really bad English, because he's Japanese, I want to slow things down a bit now. Um, we've got um, special guest in the audience. I think, what? And he pointed at me and he said, uh, do you know, would you like to come and sing with us? I said, yeah, I'd love to. But he's doing it as, part, as though there are a hundred people there. He said, do you know Rhinestone Cowboy? We just, during the break, we just, I went, yeah. He went, great, come up. Come up on stage. Um, I haven't got Bo Yatani's um, album with me. I bought the album. Of course I bought the album. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but I've got the um, the clip of me singing, because it's on YouTube. If you type in Ian Lee, Rhinestone Cowboy, you get this. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six members of the band, and me now... Just singing to my wife. Walking these streets so long. Oh. Singing the same old song. 
It was a little bit low for me. And it's not karaoke. The wor- I- I'm having to remember the words. And I'm stone cold sober. 0344 499 by the way. He's not in my key. But I'm giving it. I am giving it. It's only had 351 views and it's been up for over a year. What's that all about? <laughs> Imagine! Here we go. The weirdest night of my life. And a stone cold sober. The weirdest night of my life. Bo Yatani, what a gentleman. If you ever go to Kyoto, I can't remember the name of the bar, but there, there can't be that many honky-tonk bars. I think it's called the honky-tonk bar, actually. Um, I think it's called the honky-tonk bar. Anyway, 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 um, all of that leads us back to the fact that David Soul gets up in an episode of Starsky and Hutch uh, in a honky-tonk bar and sings. So, where does that where does that leave us as the show, the final show of the weekend, guys? Don't forget, after the show tonight, talk radio closes down until Paul Ross at six o'clock on Monday. Then it shuts again at ten o'clock in the morning and opens again for John Holmes at one. Um. So this is you want topics? I got topics coming out of my jacksy. So. What shows... Oh, I've got to remember another one as well. What shows has the theme tune been sung during an episode of the show? I don't think... that well, The Monkees did it, but they did it in a very self-knowing way. They took the mickey out of it. Um, so that doesn't count. Um, have you ever got up on stage um, uh, and performed and regretted it? Um, and also, um, films... Uh, this is another one I like, right? I like this. I get, I get a straight... Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Jonathan, Keith, Andy, I'll come to you in a bit. It's been very bloke-heavy this week. We've had some women, but it's been very bloke-heavy this week. It goes through phases, the show, where we'll get lots of women, then we won't get any. Famine or feast. Um, so, you know, what, 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 I can't do anything about it. I, I'm, I'm sending out pheromones... Um, as we speak. Oh, by the way, you can watch the show on Facebook tonight, but on my page, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. You should be able to watch it. We're just, we're just, we're just kicking around some ideas. We're just trying some stuff out. It, it might work. Might not work. We're just, we're just trying some different stuff, guys. We're just, we're just feeling loose and free. We're just, we're just playing around, aren't we, Ed? Yeah, come and get Ed, come and look in the camera. Come on. It's Ed. Hi. Get out of the studio. I'm live. I didn't say talk to them. Oh. Um, Sorry. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's here's the thing. This is um, this is another question. Do you want topics? I got topics. I like it when films mention the title of the film in the film. Can you think of any? Obviously, in the police academy movies, they were always talking about being at the police academy. So that's fine. Um, um, Rocky, they say Rocky. Oh, uh, 0344 Ed's put his headphones on. He wants to contribute to the show. Harry Potter? But that's because that's just the main character. Well, no, do they say Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows? Ah, uh, yeah, good point. Turn your mic off. Only turn 
your microphone on when you've got something that is, to contribute to the show that is not as whimsical and nonsensical as that. Oh three, so that's a busy start to the show, guys. That's a really busy start to the show. We've got country music, we've got getting up on stage, we've got um, theme songs for TV shows sang in the TV show, and we've got films that mention the title of the films. Or also, 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 we're still carrying on the great dead rock star and dead movie star giveaway. Um, if you, you look on the Facebook page, you'll see the ones that weren't yesterday. Uh, by the way, if you phone up and ask for one that's de- that, that's uh, already been claimed, um, there'll be trouble. Um, we're still giving that away. So if you if you missed out on it yesterday, or maybe you're thinking last night, ooh, really want to... Well, tonight's the night, if you play your cards right. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... 0344-499-1000. Keith was on the line. Keith has, has, has disappeared. He bottled it. He bottled it. I think that's fair to say he is the bottler of the day. Let's go to Andy instead. Good evening, Andy. Evening, Ian. How are you, my friend? Hip, 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 Andy. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip. <laughs> I'm ringing up for uh, dead rock star, uh, dead movie star. Beautiful. Right. Hang on a minute. Let me turn over the piece of paper. We start on the other side. Yes. Go on. Who do you want? Right, uh, dead movie star, River Phoenix. Ooh, oh. controversial, controversial. I don't think... Oh, no. Oh, he is dead. I have seen a, a, a River Phoenix film. Isn't he in Stand By Me? He is, yeah. yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Now, see, I'll, I'll tell you... I know my wife's listening in the other room. I'll tell you an embarrassing story about River Phoenix. Well, it's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing for her. Um, he was her sort of, like, teenage idol type yeah. thing. And she even had a little... Kind of, uh, what? what's the word? You know, uh, like temple type thing for him in she a wardrobe. She had a temple type thing. Oh, what's the word? The River Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah. She absolutely adored him. Shrine. Yeah, I mean, it was before <laughs> she met me, and obviously yeah. I straightened her out. Yeah, of course. Good, good for you, Andy. Well done. A few, a few <laughs> strong words. Soon got her off the the River Phoenix track. Yes. <laughs> I can hear her now. She's calling me a swine from the other room. Well, she's insane, Andy. Well, you you've <laughs> saved her from a lo- from a, a lonely life, living alone, mourning a dead druggy actor, and have owning fifteen cats. You've turned her <laughs> life around, Andy. Well done. Well, I keep telling her this, but yes. you know, she, she doesn't seem to believe me. No, of course she doesn't. She, in a parallel universe, she's sitting at home, crying, um, watching the funeral of River Phoenix on repeat, and um, uh, neglecting her 15 cats, and her house stinks. <laughs> you stop that happening in this uh, timeline, Andy. You should be very, very proud of yourself. Oh, I totally am, Ian. You know, I know I've done a lot of things for her, but, you know, you've made me kind of think of things even beyond Good. just... Good, And that, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Dead Rock Star. Yeah. Now, I've got a rap star. Does that count, or does it have to be a rock star? I'm going to give you, I'm going to allow, I'm going to allow rap into this. It's controversial, but um, I believe the um, rap act NWA were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. So um, I have to uh, allow rap stars, dead rap stars in this. Ah, well, you see, that's that's uh, very good because I was going to say Easy e of NWA. Oh, is he dead? Yeah, yeah, he died uh, in the 90s. Um, I think it was AIDS-related illness. Oh, dear. I'm a big NWA fan anyway, um, but I watched the uh, Straight Outta Compton biopic. Here's the thing, right? Um, j- j- just, j- just let me go off on an AIDS tangent for a bit, right? I, um, 
do you remember in the 80s and the early 90s, right, AIDS was going to kill and everybody. And it, it was genuinely terrifying. Do you remember the... the oh, my God, that other... Yeah, with, the tombst- with the tombstone. Yeah, the tombstone coming out. AIDS, it will kill you. And that must have been 83, 84. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. So I, it, was, it, it, it wasn't any later than 84, because I was in middle school when we were talking about it. I reckon it must have been 83, maybe even 82. Um, and, and we were like 9 and 10. And I remember being... Um, terrified, and it was you know it was, everyone's going to die. This we don't know what this what causes this or how this happened. Everyone is going to die. Now, luckily, thank God, people still die of it. But luckily, thank God, the treatment for um, HIV-related uh, conditions has has come on leaps and bounds. And, and while people have to take, I believe, I believe, quite big cocktails of drugs, life, you know, it, I, I don't think you, you, you're necessarily as likely to die. As, well, you're certainly not as likely to die as you were. Um, back in the eighties, but it was terrifying, wasn't it? Really? Oh, God, it was just. Uh, oh, it was. But I think wasn't there like a correlation with uh, a decline in um, VD diseases and that type of thing? And I think that other had an awful lot to do with it. Well, it was weird as well because uh, it was probably. Now I don't think I saw the demonstration on TV at the time. I remember it, but I think maybe because I've seen it since the demonstration when they put a condom on. Um, well, it was on. Was it on a banana? Or was it was, it, was a it, banana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was probably, I'd imagine, the first time that on British television there'd been a display of how to use a condom, or as we called them then, rubber johnnies. Yeah, johnnies. Yeah, it's called them rubbers, Johnny, rubber johnnies. <laughs> um, and and of course it was fu- it was funny because everyone's going, oh, rubber johnnies on TV. But but it, it, it's partly because of that. That you know, we, we don't really say rubber johnnies. We say condoms, and there's no, yeah. there's no. I, I don't think anybody, except maybe a timid, um, you know, young man buying it for the first time. I don't think anybody feels. Do people still feel embarrassed going and buy johnnies in the in the in boots? I kind of hope not, really. I mean, you know, it's it, it's real. I mean, the first time that I was kind of uh, sexually aware and sexually active, yeah. it was a big thing. Me, I, I just. Um, well, it's my current wife at the time, you know, she's my, my girlfriend then. Yeah. It was, um, I was sort of all excited, yeah, I'm going to lose my virginity, I'm yeah. going to have sex and all that sort of thing, you oh, know, excited yeah. and kind of get to it. But because of, like, the AIDS up there and the whole sort of push thing, it's like, oh, we haven't got any condoms. Oh. What are we going to do? So I got on my push bike and cycled up to Superdrug, like, all excited and everything like that. Oh, God, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant, yeah. Yeah, everything like that. So I ran in, sort of managed to find them, got them, come out. As I come out, though, my next-door neighbour was out there. Oh, you're right, Andy, what are you up to? uh, The only thing I could do, Ian, was just smile at her and just show her the condoms. (laughs) And and, and she just looked at me, shook her head, and I got back on my bike. And, uh, yeah, and and, um, away you went. I, um, I drove past... Um, we can have this conversation. It's a Friday night. Oh, yeah, three, four, exactly. four, four, nine, nine, one thousand. I drove past a couple of weeks ago the house that I lost my virginity in. Oh, okay. And we were, we were. It was kind of um, very lucky. It was my girlfriend's sister had gone away for the weekend, so we had the house. So, um, and I drove past it, and I must admit, a wry smile broke out <laughs> on my lips. <laughs> As I remembered the, gosh, it must have been for five seconds of intense pleasure I felt. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then thought, 
I can't believe it. I've just, I've just, I can't believe it. I've just had sex for the first time. I'm a man. I'm a man now. <laughs> um, uh, and it was, it's, um, yeah. I mean, oh dearie, dearie me. Funny what the things, uh, the things we do as kids. Um, and um, yeah, no, no I, I, that that AIDS advert was 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 terrifying. But ultimately, ultimately, you know, it it did because it was still people would still snigger about. Johnny's and sex and uh, um, um, well, the, the French letters. Why are they called French letters? I have no idea. I think that was a bit before our time. I Some... think that was, well, yeah, maybe. I bet that was a war thing. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. But you had to go to the barbers, didn't you, to get them? So, like, oh. Something for the weekend, sir. Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah, something for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kath, Kath knows. Kath, go on, Ed's mic. Go on, Ed's mic. Go on, Ed's mic. Go on, Ed's mic. Go on, Kath knows. Kath knows. I thought she might. Um, <laughs> hang on. Come on. French. Yes. Because they were the old enemy. Yeah. Was always used for like dirty, mucky things. Yeah. So, excuse my French swearing. Right. French letters. Have you just made that up? No, it's true. Well, no, 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 no. Have you just. How do you know that? All right, hang on. Qualifications? Um, degree in French and Spanish. Right. Um, and a lot of shagging. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how having a degree in French uh-huh. means that you know why we call condoms French letters. Because the French used to, if they are. Turn, to... her, turn her microphone off, Ed. She's, she's embarrassing herself. Turn I'm not, her, it's true. Turn the microphone off. It's turn true. It off. Turn it off. Turn well, it don't off. come to my dictionary corner again. Right, thank you. Uh, Andy, thank you for that. No worries, mate. You've got Easy E and you've got River Phoenix. Thank you very much indeed. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Condoms. um, People singing the theme tune in TV shows. Films that mention the title of films in the films. um, Honky Tonks. You know, have you got the idea of the show now? Do you have the idea... Of the show, dear listener, dear viewer on the Facebook. Do you have the idea? In French, it's an English hat. <laughs> of course it is. It's like um, when in, in Greek, instead of saying it's all Greek to me, they say it's all Chinese to me. So um, anyway, the English hat. Uh, 0344 499 uh, Ken! Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Ken. Now, I've got a very important issue to discuss here. I don't know if I've enough time. You've only, is it going to be a, a break in a little minute? Be a break when I, when I feel like doing a break. Yeah, but, yeah that's what I'm saying. Eh? But the, the, I'd like to discuss with you the, uh, the vicious hatred expressed toward Tony Blair in this country. It is a disgrace, in my opinion. Every day, almost, we hear vicious attacks against Mr. Blair. And he has been blamed for the present trouble in Syria today and in Iraq. He is not to blame for that. The blame for the murder and slaughter in the Middle East today is towards the Shia who hate the Sunni Muslims. Yes. The attacks that, that Tony, the, atta- the thing is, though, Ken, the attacks that Tony Blair is facing today are nothing like the attacks that we um, launched on uh, civilians in Iraq, killing hundreds of thousands, if not a million people, based on, on, on his lies. So he's getting off quite lightly. He's got all of his limbs and his kids are still alive. Ian, so he's getting Ian. off quite lightly, isn't he, Ken? Ian, the problem regarding the, the Saddam Hussein was slaughtering thousands. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know, I, I know that. But he, he, Tony he Blair, did. Ken, Ken, Tony Blair, Tony Blair lied to us, and we no, went. He didn't. Yes, I he, don't we, believe he did. Well, he did, mate. He did. He told. He told lies. Weapons of mass destruction. Do you not remember, Ken? 
I listened to it very carefully. He was misled by information. I believe he honestly thought there was weapons of mass destruction. No, he didn't. Why wouldn't they let hands? Why wouldn't they let hands Blick, the only person I trusted in that entire scenario? Why wouldn't they let hands Blick carry on his um, having a look? Hans Blick said there's no weapons of mass destruction. Listen, Ian, the whole country, the whole government almost supported Tony Blair. If you love Tony Blair so much, why don't you go and marry him? I don't love Tony Blair. I'm standing up for a man who's been attacked viciously by... He's a multi-millionaire who's responsible for the death of hundreds of thousands of children. So, um, well, no, it's not nonsense. He told Bush he was in before the weapons thing even happened. You know what the problem is that happened there, Ian? He told Bush, address that, he told Bush that he was up for it. Before, before, before anything, he, he said, "I'm there. I'm in. I'm in with you, George. Let's do it." Listen, it was a good thing to get rid of Sam Saddam Hussein. The yeah, but it was illegal. Was... But Ken, it was illegal. It was illegal. We're not allowed. The it, the rules of the world are you can't go and do um, a, a regime change just because you don't like the fella, Ian. When the Saddam Hussein was removed, he was the strong man stopping the war between the Shia and the Sunni. When he was removed, now they've let the genie out of the bottle, the and the hatred between the Sunni and Shia is the cause of the wars right now. But I'm not, not, I'm not arguing, Mr. Blair. I didn't, but Ken, Ken you're, you're arguing a point that I'm not arguing. I didn't say that was the. the, the I don't know if that's the, the fault of Tony Blair or not. I've not given it that much consideration because, to but be that's honest, what's been said that's what's been said today. That, no, but Ken, Tony Ken, Blair for the war. Ken, Ken, why don't you phone up those radio shows that are saying that and have a go at those shows? Oh, because you've been banned from most of them. Yeah, because they don't like to hear the truth. No, because they probably find you a bit boring because you've got your tongue up Tony Blair's Jacksey the whole time. Nonsense. Don't use filthy language. Keep clean, my friend. Jacksey is not filthy. Ken, listen, Ken. Ken. Oh, oh, Ken. Oh, Ken, stop talking about Jesus, for God's sake. Um, why? Because Christmas what? time. Oh, for crying out loud, God! You. Now, why are you taking his name in vain? You see, that's why I get banned off programs because you hate Jesus. That's because what? You hate Jesus. You don't want Jesus to be but, mentioned. No, but that's but, but, what did you? No, Ken, Ken, Ken. Listen, I'm not going to let you. Uh, I'm not George Galloway. You're going to get a bit of a grilling from me, mate. Uh, you, you've been blessed that you're allowed on this show when you're banned from nearly every other phone-in show in the country. Why? What did you say? What did you say before the thing about Jesus? You said something. I said, don't forget Jesus, he died for you. No, no, that's not what you said. You said something like, that's why you get sacked off everywhere. Yeah, because I speak about Jesus. No, so who, no, but you said to me, that's why you get sacked off everywhere. No, that's why they don't allow me in some... For example, LBC, they don't allow me on the... I don't care about... about Ken, Ken, I don't care about LBC. Well, that's why they don't let me speak. They don't well, want to hear about Jesus. Well, look, James Jesus. O'Brien. James O'Brien did a whole tedious hour about Jesus yesterday. Do you? Believe that's in not Jesus? the reason. That's not the reason they won't let you on. Why do you hate Jesus? That's not the reason they won't let you on, Ken. Why do you hate Jesus? So why are you making assumptions about me when well, you I know? Why voice, are you making assumptions about me, Ken, when you I know, know nothing about me? I heard your language, your disgusting language before I, said, I come on. I said Jaxi. I heard your disgusting language. Right, well, but yeah, you chose, to, you chose, to, you chose to come on. Here, I come on here to try and defend a man who's been viciously Not attacked. Not on this show he hasn't, no, Ken. Why don't you, the, the problem is, right, you've been banned from every other phone-in show in the country, um, and so you, you, you're looking for any outlet you can to go on and argue about 
every other phoning show. It's not my problem. I wasn't slagging off Tony Blair. I never said you were. But I'm then why are you, why are you, why are you <laughs> telling me about it? I come on to tell you that, what, I ask you a And then question. you make assumptions about me saying I hate Jesus. How I, dare no, you, no, Ken? No, no. Ken, how dare you? How I, I, dare you make assumptions about me? I That's such you, an unchristian attitude to have. You're a I hypocrite. I asked you a question. Why do you hate Jesus? You've made an, you've made an arrogant, foolish assumption about me, Ken, which implies that you are superior to me when you are not. When you are not. You have made a smug, arrogant uh, uh, assumption about me when you haven't got a clue about me, Ken. How dare you? That's the most unchristian thing I've heard today. Do you love Jesus? Why do you keep asking me questions about Jesus? You've made your mind up. Well, because you don't love Jesus. You've made your mind up. There you go with your assumptions again. You don't know anything about me, Kenneth. I do know something about you. What do you know about me? By your language, you have no respect for God. What do you... Tell me where... Tell me where... Why are we having this conversation? (laughs) We've got got LBC's rejects calling in. Jesus. I'm trying to help you, Ian. Jesus loves you, man. Ken, Ken, I don't... Honestly, trust me, buddy. I don't need your help. Listen, we all need help. Well, we do need help, but I don't need your help. And in fact, I am... We're all sinners. I don't... Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. I'm a massive sinner. I I don't... we're, We're all guilty. Yeah, exactly, Ken. I don't need your help. But the good news is God offers us forgiveness if we we'll repent and believe in Jesus. Well, Ken, th- that's great news for you. I, that's, that's, that's wonderful. Good news for you. When, good news for you, man. Ken, this is why you don't get... Ken, this is why you don't get allowed on any other radio station. Not because you talk about Jesus. Talking about Jesus is fine. I'm happy to talk about Jesus. It's because you're nuts and you're boring and you're arrogant. That's why. God bless your soul, Ian. You're a precious soul to God. I'm a very precious soul. Well, don't end up in hell. Be careful. Hell doesn't exist, Ken. It's you not real. Sure Ken, sure he- hell was made up to keep idiots like you under the thumb of those in control. Hell isn't real. Hell is a real place, Ian, and don't you go there. God told me okay. to phone you and tell you he loves you and to oh, warn okay, you. Okay. Don't go to hell. Okay, okay. All right, Ken, God thanks God. for calling, man. Speak to you again. God bless you. Ta-ta. 0344 499 I enjoyed that. Call in about talking about Jesus if you want. I've, I've got a problem with Jesus. But don't don't tell me that I assume that I hate or... Don't, you haven't got a clue about me. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee. On air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everybody's welcome uh, on this show. Even the other places um, reject. <laughs> so it's not the reason that they banned you. <laughs> James O'Brien did a phone-in about Jesus yesterday. A whole hour about it. I've not got a problem with Jesus. Talk about Jesus on this show. You know, if you want to talk about it, it's, it's, it's groovy, man. But um, um, we've just got bit interesting. Um, let's go to... Oh, flipping out my glass. Let's get him out of the way. Jonathan! Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. I don't know if I can stand a, a, a double pummeling. Yeah, well, um, just to inform uh, Ken, is it? Yeah. That um, There is a hell. It's a very real place. 
and Tony Blair is going to hell, along with Ken, Matt Ford, Alistair Campbell, and anyone else who is a Blairite. Well, Ken, well, I don't think Ken's ever listened to the show and won't be listening to the show, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that message will uh, be part. You're, you, uh, Jonathan, what have you called in for? About uh, singing in TV shows. Yes, sir. Have there you killed? Be... Um, have you killed um, Al Pacino yet? That was your idea, not yeah, mine. Yeah, might, may have been my idea, but you said you'd do it. No, I didn't. You said you were going to kill him in the future. No, I didn't. I said you would kill him in the future. Yeah, that was your alibi. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, well, there was a disturbing amount of singing in Deep Space Nine towards the end. Was there? Yes. I never saw... This is one of the Star Trek spin-offs, wasn't it? I never saw yes. Deep Space Nine. Why, why were they singing in that? They came up with a, uh, a sentient holographic program that instead of trying to take over the station and kill everyone, right. decided to be a lounge singer and belt out Sinatra hits. Oh, oh flipping heck. Yes, it was that bad. Why do, why do they do that in, 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 in programmes? They run out of steam, they run out of ideas, so they get the cast... To, to sing. That just sounds absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you, you, you're nailing it on the head there. They were beginning to run out of ideas. Um, how many uh, Star Trek spin-offs were there? Obviously there was Star Trek, then there was Next Generation, then there was yes. Deep Space Nine, then there was Voyager? Unfortunately. It was Voyager, the, the gimmick with Voyager, it was a woman. And they were lost in space. Okie dokie. <laughs> and then what was the one with the bloke from Quantum Leap? Enterprise. That was slightly better. And now they've got a new one that's uh, uh, fully SJW approved. Sorry, I've just blocked um, I've just blocked Katie Hopkins from the Talk Radio Twitter account. I hope that's all right with you guys. <laughs> no, just, she just tweeted. Uh, she just tweeted us, and I blocked her. Um, is that all right, guys? Is that all right? No. Oh, is it not? No. You love her? Not in that way. You want her to have your babies? No. Okay. No, but uh, 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 the only thing that saved some of those uh, episodes yeah. from being total garbage is the acting. Uh, they, uh, that acting cast was so good they could turn um, chicken doo-doo into chicken salad. Wowzers. Imagine eating a chicken doo-doo salad. That would be delicious. <laughs> I liked, uh, I, I like, um, I, I never know how to say his name, Scott Bakula, Scott Bakula? Yeah, yeah, him. He's a good actor. Oh, yeah. Very good. Are they There was talk about five years ago of them making a Quantum Leap movie. Did that, that, uh, did that ever get close to actually happening? I don't know, and the fact that I don't know is probably a good sign that it mm. didn't. Okay, well, that would, um, yeah. I tell you, you, you like your sci-fi, don't you, Jonathan? Some of it. I, um... For ages, for like a couple of years, everyone was saying this, saying Firefly, Firefly, you've got to watch Fly, Firefly. Only it got cancelled after a few episodes. You've got to watch it, and then there's a movie, and oh, oh. and I I watched it. It was the biggest load of old rubbish I've ever seen. Doesn't surprise me. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. Mm, well. Anything else, Jonathan? What are you doing this weekend? What What, what are your plans this weekend? Well, what are you planning? Well, do you fancy going over to Hollywood? No. Got a no, job. I, uh, got a job for you. No. 
<laughs> no, you can you can do your own dirty work. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Oh, what a strange show this evening. Ah, it's a nice way to end the week, though, isn't it? Um, talk, it's a what, nice way to end the week. Talking complete and utter balls to a bunch of fruitcakes. You in? You fancy some? Please do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you want to watch the show, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. Um, and if you share it, everybody, every, everybody that shares it gets five pounds. Um, don't know how it works, but it goes straight into your like Facebook account and you have to... Um, if you check your settings, it'll be in there. It'll say five pounds, and if there's any problems with that, you just have to. Uh, it, it's a Facebook thing. It's not a talk radio thing. So if you can't find it, then um, you should probably um, contact uh, Facebook. The details is Facebook is Facebook dot com is the contact details. So um, it's a thing that they're doing completely independent from us. So um, that's if you only if you share it, but if you share the video, by the way. Um, right, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Oh, oh, where are, I haven't got the papers. Where are the papers? Did you bring the papers in, Catherine? Bring the papers in and come and sit down. I'm going to blow your mind with something. Jay, Tony, stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. Busy, busy, busy night on the... Uh, hang on a second. Yeah. Hello, line one. Oh, hello. Yes, well, yes. Are you, are you straight to air? Well, yeah, I am at the moment. What do you want? Well, I, I was going to talk about what I could do with the rest of my time off work. Because uh? I, I need to, I need some ideas. Well, yeah, no, I, see, I was thinking, I was thinking of writing a novel. Oh dear. But I don't have any good ideas. Should I just do things from my life, but change the names to protect the innocent? Um, your life. This is Gatford, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Your life, I imagine, has been. If it's anything like your phone calls to my show over the uh-huh. past ten years, your life is probably quite dull and tedious. Is that correct? But, but if, yeah. Yeah, but if, if I spice it up a little bit, you know, add a bit of creative input... Right, I'm going to spice your life you know, up. We're going to play a little game here. We're going to play a little game. Cheeky little game. You want to play a game? You want to play a game? I want to play a game. want to play a game. I wish I could watch the first Saw movie, but have my mind erased so I don't know what the twist is. I've never seen it. Oh, it's great. The first two are brilliant. Ooh. Have you seen it, Gavin? I've got a bad memory, so I can't remember. Oh, the first, the first saw. The the first two are good. Second one's good. First one is an actual masterpiece of the genre. Absolutely brilliant and beautiful. Beautifully acted. It's horrific. There's a great twist. Everybody's happy. Wonderful. Right. Well, apart from those that die in it, obviously. Eunice Stubbs (laughs) is mentioned in the newspaper today. Don't even know what the story is about. It's boring, right? Okay. Let's play. How old is Una Stubbs? Let's start with you, Gatford. Well, okay. When she was on the the program where you had to draw things in the like eighties. Yeah, this isn't this isn't um, just a number. Yeah, this isn't that program. Okay. You know, oh, what's sorry. that? What's that program you know, with Jeremy you Vine? Some time. Shut up. What's that program with Jeremy Vine? Eggheads, right? Mm. And they're obviously told yeah. on Eggheads. Oh yeah. Don't just answer Bring it. it Show your workings out because they all do. Well, um, on that, give us a clue program. She was probably in all her right, okay. thirties. So anyway, we're not on Eggheads. Give me another. Huh? Seventy-one. Okay, let's let's bring Tony into the conversation. Tony. 
Hello. We're playing Eunice... Oh, we're playing Eunice Stubbs Poker. I think she's 78. OK. Oh. Catherine. No, I'm going to split the difference. 74. Oh, well, she's 79. What? But that blew my mind that no. Eunice Stubbs... No. ...is 79 years Oh, that's incredible. Wow. 79. Was, when was when was Wurzel Gummidge? That was like 70s, and she was... I know um, Eula Stubbs' um, nephew, Tom. Tom Stubbs. Um, good, for, good for you. Thank you. Um, put that in your book, Gatford. Be more interested in any yeah. of the stories y- that you've ever um, had happening to you. Um, so Eula Stubbs is 79 years old. Hun... Believable, isn't it? Can I point something out to you, Ian? Yeah, go on, Tony. The amazing thing is, she has probably been in throughout the decade really um, cult. I don't know if that's the right word. Cult programs huh? in probably quite a few decades from seventy. You go through, well, she was in Wurzel Gummidge. Right, let's write down, we're going to write, I tell you what, we're going to do. Forget everything else. Everything Eunice else. Is, everything yeah. is cancelled. We're doing, I'm going to write, let me try at the top of this page. Una. I think. Hang on, Stubbs. We might be cursing her. CV. Mm. No, no, no. It's, it's, she's, okay. she's beyond the curse. All right, let's do her CV. You're saying, what was that, Wurzel Gummidge? Yeah, it was Wurzel Gummidge. I'm, I'm um, sorry, I'm sorry, let me put my lick in there, dog. What? Oh, was no. she in Renda Ghost? No. no, you're thinking okay. of um, you're, Sue Nichols. You're thinking of exactly oh. who played Al, um, the fat um, Al's, the shopkeeper's wife, um, yeah. second yeah. wife, because his first wife was called Reenie and she died in a car crash. It's called Ah uh, something. Uh, she says silly. Good point. So don't be silly. Um, ob- obviously, guess a clue. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. a clue. Can I do Sherlock? One? Huh? Sherlock. Yeah, she's in Sherlock. Sherlock. In sickness, in sickness, in hell. Sherlock, she was. She was the daughter, wasn't she? She was in uh, Cliff Richard huh? films. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll just put down... Summer Holiday. Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. Was she in... in uh, yeah, she was in In Sickness in Health, so therefore was she in the other one? Oh, mate, they all just count as the same boring programme. Oh. I'm going to put down... Doctor Who. Now, I don't remember her yeah. being in Doctor Who, but she probably was. I think she was. I was going to say that. So that's it, I think. Wurzel Gummidge. Well, G- well, a clue. Wogan. She would have been on Wogan. That doesn't count. The interviews don't count. Why, why not? No. Sherlock, <sighs> In Sickness and In Health, Cliff Richard and Doctor Who. And Wurzel. I... Did you say Wurzel? Sorry? You said Wurzel first. Did you say Wurzel? I said Wurzel. Oh, sorry. So, blimey, uh, considering she's 79, so she's been acting for, I don't know, 60 years, right, 65 years, she's only done six things. I bet she's been in casualty. That is rubbish. That is, what? She's yeah. Like, she's, bill. Oh, she's only done six things. Lazy. Flipping heck. Lazy stubs. Lazy stubs. I know a story about you, Stubbs. I know that story, too. Okay. Don't tell it. No. Anyway, Gatford, I hope that's all. What was your question again? It was a about- Yes. Um, Tony. Hello. Hello, Tony. I've, I've got a variety of things. Okay. Sorry, I'm distracted. I was looking at you on my iPad and it didn't quite fit. I'm going to turn that off. Turn that off. That will confuse you. Okay. Okay. Um, what? The dead, the dead rock star game. Yes. I must have missed the rules, but I've got one. 
but I don't know if it'll work because I don't know if it fits with the rules. Okie dokie. Oh, hang on a second. My phone's gone. Yes, Tony, go on. Tony? Yeah, it was like you said, hold on. No, I, then, then I brought you back. Go on. What did you say? Okay, so my dead rock star... Yes. ...is MCA. Who? From the Beastie Boys. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that, yeah. Well, cool. But the funny thing is... Yes? I rang in with him a few weeks ago for some alphabet we were doing. You did, yes. I said MCA for M, and you said, oh, we'll put him on A. Yeah. And I was like, mm, whatever, if you want to do that. And I, I didn't really quite get it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise I had an idiotic Eureka moment. Uh-oh. I didn't realise. I'd always just thought he was MCA. But he was MCA for oh. Adam, because his first name was Adam. Now I don't know what you're saying to me. Um, OK, so, but you need a dead film star to go with him. Oh, um... Do you know what what happens once you name this film star and this rock star? Do you know what that what that well, means? No, because oh. I did that at the beginning. I didn't know the rules. Right. Okay. Well, I, let me explain the rules. What this means, Tony, you're not just phoning up and saying the names of dead people. That would uh, that would be too easy. That'd be too easy. Okay. You are taking on a lifelong commitment to own this dead rock star. And this dead movie star. You own them. Oh, I'd like to own them. You yeah. own them. You can go into HMV or Our Price or any of the, the, the record stores, FOP. And if there are records that feature MCA on, you can just put them in your bag and walk out. Um, when you choose the, the, the movie star. If um, um, men and, uh, Movies for Men 2 is an actual channel are showing a film featuring your dead film star in, you can phone them up and ask them to pause it so you can go to the toilet. Oh, right. Yeah. I like so who's your dead um, film star going to be? My dead film star. Um... Would you like a little bit of um, thinking time? Would that help? No, I've got it. You right? Carrie Grant. Now, I don't think... Carrie Grant didn't go yesterday, did he? Let me just check over... Um, oh, I'd love him. Rock Hudson, boy, Alec Guinness, Vivian Lee, Anna McMahon, Brandon Lee, Al Pacino. Uh, no, yeah, uh, you got it. Cary Grant's yours. Yay! I'm Cary. I'm Cary. Uh, Judy, Judy, Judy. I'm Cary Grant, and I've taken copious amounts of LSD, and I want to make a movie about it, but Hollywood won't touch it. Oh. Thanks for calling, Tony. Um, let's go to Jay. Yeah, uh, Lawrence, call again. We can't get through to you. But Jay, we got through to you, and now you're live on talk radio. Hello, Ian. How's it going? I'm all right, thank you, Jay. What you got for us, boss? Good, good. Um, I, well, not much, really. I've just been, uh, I've, I've not heard anything for a while, so I just thought I'd, uh, listen in. I heard you, were uh, unloading on, a uh, Innocent Scottish Christian with both barrels, which I thoroughly applaud, but, uh, What the hell, Jay, where the hell are you? Are you in, like, a noise factory or something? I am on a train back from Manchester. We've had our Christmas due tonight. Uh, Christmas due on December the 2nd? Yep. And it's finished now? Well, I'm speaking off. I've got friends visiting early tomorrow morning, and I've, I've, done, a, I've done a double bluff and snuck out. It was into the stage where people were getting leery and saying things that were inappropriate in front of the CEO. Oh, truth! It's our yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. do next week, isn't it? What day? Oh, you're going to have so much fun. Is murder going to be there? Wednesday. Uh-oh, Wednesday. I've, got, I've, I've not replied. I've not done replied. Uh, M- Murdoch, 
Have you replied for me? But did they get back and say, you said I needed to reply as well? All right, anyway, I'm a bit busy. Um, ours is next week. I, um, uh, uh, I'm not a fan of the Christmas party, but I'm going to go because yeah. it's, it's um, in the new offices. Yeah. Well, you've got to, you, you people take over, you've got to put your FaceTime in, haven't you? Exactly, a little bit case. of FaceTime continuum. That's Just what, in uh, case. That's what we need. Um, well, uh, yeah, you, you're, you've done well to get out of it and get on the track. Guys, it's flipping noisy, though. I know, well, yeah, it is. Sorry, I apologise for that. I was, I was walking through a very quiet station when I called, and, uh, and I heard Kath singing, Jesus, don't want me for a sunbeam or something, whatever. Oh. It's very yeah. nice. I apologise for lovely. that. Anyway, what, 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 what have you got for us, Jay? Have you got anything? Um, uh, have you heard from Irish Russell since he called in a while ago? Um, he called in once since then, and I did offer okay. to um, email his boss, um, but yeah. he did not take me up on that offer. I, I, well, I suspect I, it's a very sad story. Um, it's complicated. It's very more complicated. I suspect yeah. there is a lot more going on behind the scenes yeah. than perhaps we are aware of, as they generally yeah, we get are one in side these things. Story, don't we? Yes, it's a sad story, and it's, but it, but it's just one side of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He seems like such a nice lad, and it's such a shame uh, for him. I was, I was, I was just, I, was just, I, was just, I was, I've not heard for a while. So I've been catching on the podcast. And I just heard that one today, and it, it just, it just rang a little cord with me. So I thought I'd phone in and see if he'd heard anything from him. Yeah. No, we, we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago i think i'd lose i lose track of it jay yeah i lose track yeah. of all of it i haven't got a clue what's going on all i know is that i need to work out how to stop make it so that nigel can't message me on facebook anymore <laughs> because he sent me did you give me 60 quid yet no not yet i gotta i gotta find a checkbook he wants me to send him a check where the i don't know where my checkbook is the interest is compound and accruing, okay? Uh, no, he sent me a really inappropriate Facebook message a couple of days ago asking for medical advice. That's all I'm oh, going to say. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that was another thing that... that um, uh, another recent one I've caught up on where you suddenly twigged at the same time that I did that there's more going on with Nigel than oh, you realize. Oh, uh, that was... Um, yeah, that was... Uh... Um, I, 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 I did exactly the same as you. I went, what? He doesn't know when... What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh! It, it just puts a whole. It's amazing things like that because it really. It's like suddenly when you've got a, you realise you've only been looking through a crack in the curtain, and all of a sudden it gets the whole thing that's pulled back, and you go, oh, yeah. oh. And now I begin to think, Jay. Yeah. Listen, I've got to go because we're coming up to the news. Uh, have a safe journey home. Um, Christmas parties. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's our Christmas party next week. We'll pop along for a couple of hours. That'll be a lot of fun. Is there food? Is there f- I'm not eating at the moment, so it's irrelevant. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number uh, if you want to give us a call. Although I've just been told we've got loads of calls. So if you're calling in, put the phone down, go and make yourself a cup of tea, call in in about 20 minutes or so. Does that sound all right? Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk radio. The phone. I'm not going to give out the phone number for the next half an hour. How many calls have we got lined up? Loads. We've got loads. Um, the phones have been absolutely... And loads of you are trying. I can see loads of people calling, but um, Kath's and Ed's tiny little fingers can't reach all of the lines. So don't panic. Don't panic. And if you don't get through, it's called straight to air after midnight. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Was playing, my producer was emailing an author to say that she had, during the first hour of the show, translated some bits that he needed into French instead of producing the show. That's great. That's great. I'm glad that's sorted, Catherine. Um, I, I, I don't know if, what, if you're working on any magazine articles or, or voiceovers for this hour. It'd be great. Uh, uh, it would be great if, for some point in the next 55 minutes, if you could just pay two or three minutes attention to the show. That will be absolutely awesome. Um, but but please, Catherine, don't let this job get in the way of any other work that you've got. <laughs> um, Ed selling insurance while he's tech-hopping the show. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Um, a phoning show, unlike any other phoning show. You can call in about anything you want, apart from, apart from, apart from Brexit and Trump, unless... You can say something completely unique that has been missed so far in the debate on every show. Oh, and everyone's been talking about Brexit and all the radio stations again today because of that, you know, the, the tiny place in the rich place in southwest London elected somebody. Ah! And then just as I was about to come on air, someone t- tweeted, uh, b- uh, believe you're demanding new um, uh, angles on Trump or, 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 or the, and sent me an essay from someone that doesn't follow me on Twitter, doesn't know the show. And I wrote, yeah, bit, bit busy at the moment to read an essay, you pudding. Um, so you can call in about whatever you want. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We call you back between now and 12. After 12, we'll, we'll, Kath can come in and we'll um, we'll take calls straight to where. In fact, Kath and Ed, you can both come in and sit in. And I don't quite know how we'll do that technically, but we'll work that out. I think it'll involve Ed dashing uh, out for the breaks. But we can um, we can certainly do that. 0344 499 1000. Uh, we're still giving away dead rock stars and dead movie stars. You own these people. So treat them with respect or contempt. The fella yesterday that um, nabbed Freddie Mercury did it because he hated Queen and he wants to humiliate them all by selling all of their songs to adverts. Um, 
Um, Bruce Lee. Um, Steve McQueen. John Wayne. These are all movie stars that have yet to be grabbed. So they're up there. Oh, by the way, Tony Robbins. We've got some great guests coming in next week. Dougie Anderson's coming in Thursday. There's a gentleman who wrote a book about Stephen Stills coming in on... I'm not quite sure. I get confused with this. Peter Tatchell's coming in one day next uh, week. And Tony Robinson is um, is coming in. And Tony Robinson, so much more than, than Baldrick, as I knew he was. But... You remember when Tony Robinson got knighted? I'd forgotten that he got knighted, right? And I remember thinking, that's brilliant and wonderful, but why has he got knighted? Um, and you read his book, and he's done, he's done so many things. So many wonderful, wonderful things. Um, and I don't normally make notes when I'm interviewing people. Sometimes I'll make notes, but generally I tend, uh, I tend not to. I've made a few notes for Tony Robinson. Because every other page, it's not name droppy, but every other page, there's there's another strange person. Shall I read you the note? And I'm only halfway through the book. That's tomorrow's job is to read the Tony Robinson book. These are the notes I've made for the Tony Robinson interview on Monday. Bob Carroll G's, Miriam Margulies, Cameron McIntosh, Steve Marriott, Simon D, John Wayne. Andrew Sachs, Rex Harrison, and Leonard Rossiter. Those are the notes. Um, and what we might do, I tell you what we might do actually, is I might, when I get, I'll easily get to 20. I'll put a number between each one. I'll put a number next to each one. I say, Tony, pick a number. He'll go, number three. Right, give us the Steve Marriott story. Um, it, I, I might do something like that. Um, it's such a good book. Honestly, I have not enjoyed a book as much as I'm enjoying the Tony Robinson book for ages. I mean, I've, I've read a lot of good books recently, but this is just, uh, it's, um, yeah, yeah, bring the roulette wheel in. This is just, it's so good. I mean, it, 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 it's so good that no holds, but, well, if he is holding, um, it, hang on. If he is barring any holds, is that the, <laughs> then the, the, the I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is it's a brilliant book. I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Treat yourself to it. Um, you, 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 you're struggling for a Christmas present. It is an absolute corker. I, I cannot say, stress how much I'm enjoying this book. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, so tonight, well, we've done Eunice Stubbs' CV. She's only been in six things, despite being 79 years old. That's a bit disappointing. Uh, we're still giving away dead rock stars and dead movie stars. Um, we are asking for TV programmes where they sing the theme of the TV programme in the TV programme. Um, TV shows where um, uh, uh, someone gets up at a honky-tonk and sings. Of course, I was reminded on Twitter, um, Alveda's ain't pet. Um, Jimmy Nail gets up at something looking like, I vaguely remember it, a honky-tonk. And sings, and everyone thinks, oh, because he's ugly, as he was in in, in, in our video, but because he's ugly, um, he'll sound awful. Of course, he's got a very sweet voice. Crocodile shoes, crocodile shoes. Where is Jimmy Nail these days? Because he was huge. I was in um, a couple of episodes of Spender. 
was in two episodes of Spender. I was up there the weekend that Freddie Mercury died, I remember. So that's my alibi, and I'm sticking to it. Um, I was in a couple of episodes of Spender. I was a policeman driving a car, and I was a man pushing a trolley in an airport. But Jimmy Nail was everywhere, wasn't he? Everywhere. I remember... um, Talking, I was hanging out with Jimmy now. I was in this thing, and I, I was 17 years old, I think. And my dad was working on it. We said, oh, I got this part in it. My dad was kind of friendly with Jimmy now because my dad was friendly with everyone. I remember going into Jimmy now's Winnebago while he was eating his lunch. And it, it, Jimmy now was telling me he was going away that weekend because he was off to see um, his mate. Um, his mate was was um, in a band, a bloke called George was in a band, and he was doing he was doing a rehearsal that weekend and Jimmy was going to go and see him and, and, and it, another mate of his, Eric, was playing. Of course it was George Harrison and Eric Clapton I found out later on. So where is Jimmy now? Dead rock stars. Dead movie stars. Movies that mention the... T- it's a lot of things! When, um... There are some people that, 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 that still work in radio and, um... I remember arguing with David Lloyd about this. He was a boss of mine. I think, we, I, think we, I think I won in the end. Uh, the 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 the, the, um, the um, credo in radio. I don't really know what credo means, but I'm saying it because I think it works. Is um, one thought per link. One thought per link. And I used to get told off for doing what I've just done for the last eleven minutes and um, d- d- following my stream of consciousness. But um, I think you guys are intelligent enough and fast enough to keep up with this stuff, aren't you? Just tell me if you want me to slow down. Richard! Hey, it's good. Yeah, I'm all right, Richard. What you got for us, boss? Uh, I was, actually, I've got some more puns for Freddie Mercury's uh, image. Yes? Uh, I was thinking, though, do you remember those uh, like singing fish things that you used to have? The thing in like, what, sorry? Bass. Singing fish. Oh, don't worry. Be happy. Just like one of those with Freddie Mercury that sings Queen songs and you press a button. Oh, is that what you're, hang on a minute, is that what you're going to do? Yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Um, do you? There's uh, someone on um, line had bastardized one of those Billy Bass singing things, things, so that it had. Um, it was, you know, you get these new things like Alexa and Cortana and all these things where you talk to them and they. Oh yeah. Alexa, tell me what, what I've got today. Well, they'd wired up Alexa to Billy Bass. So you'd say, you'd say, and you can change the name of it. There's a way to change the name. So you go, Billy Bass, tell me what the weather's going to be like. And then Billy Bass moves his head and says, well, the weather today is going <laughs> to, it was absolutely I, brilliant. I really didn't think I wanted one of those Alexa things, but now I do, as long as it's in a Billy Bass. I, I, this is the thing, right? I never wanted a Billy Bass. I never wanted an Alexa. But put <laughs> yeah, the two exactly together. And I, that's another thing we'll do this hour. Things that on their own are rubbish, but when you put them together, makes them excellent. Uh, anyway, that wasn't what I called about. Um, no, go on, Richard. What you got? When I was, when I was on hold. Um, so, the, uh, I was wondering if you knew about uh, flat earthers. Second, a second. Sorry, like... sorry. I've got, I've got a text here from Michael. Well played, Michael. If you want to text eight seven triple two twenty five p plus normal. Sir. Well played, Michael. Where is Jimmy now? Well, according to an advert on your station, he was recently in the back of an Uber car. Well played, Michael. You're, you're spot on there. Yes, of course he was. Um, the flat earthers. Why? Why are you bringing up the flat earthers? Uh, because I joined the Facebook group and I kind of assumed that it was a, just a wind-up thing and people were, you know, uh, taking the mickey a bit. Um, which, some of it does seem to be, but uh, there's uh, people on there who genuinely seem to believe it and get quite uh, angry at people who believe that the Earth is round. Um, 
We have had history with flat earthers on this show. I, I, you may have missed, we had a couple of shows where a couple of people phoned up um, to uh, put forward the case for flat earthers, and we got a little bit obsessed with it. I think the flat earthers break down into three groups of people, right? There's those that um, that don't believe it, but like winding people up by pretending. That's what I thought they all were. Yeah. There are those that don't believe it, but they enjoy the sport of the argument. And it's a fun argument to have. I could have with you now a very strong argument. I could put forward a very strong argument as to why the earth is flat. It's a really good intellectual exercise. The third group of people are those people that genuinely think the earth is flat. It's a government conspiracy. All of the the pictures of the the world being round are are, are fake. You can't see the curvature of the earth. Um, uh, And the only people that know what are beyond the North and South Pole are the American government. Those people are real. Yeah, they, uh, they've got a name for people who believe that the Earth runs all. They, they call them uh, globeheads <laughs> or ball monkeys. Ball monkeys? <laughs> yeah, globeheads <laughs> and ball monkeys. Um, I like ball monkeys. That's a good one. There's a, <laughs> there, was, like, there, was, there was one of the comments on there, which is clearly someone on the one. It's, they're, they're brainwashing us in school to believe the Earth is flat so they can make a profit selling textbooks, globes, and rubber bouncy balls that look like planets. <laughs> it's, um, it, it, it's a really f- strange world it's a really strange well strange flat world in their case um that, that yeah there are if you go on twitter as well richard you will find absolutely loads of them with and they will set you they never answer a straight question they always answer with questions or they they set you um tests to do that prove the earth is is flat and of course these tests prove absolutely nothing and when you say but how come when you see a ship coming over the horizon, you don't see a tiny ship growing bigger? You see, like, the top of the ship, and then you sort of see a bit more of the ship, and then you see eventually see the whole ship when it comes over the horizon. They ignore that one. They can't answer that one. Um, yeah, I've had a few of them in my uh, Twitter mentions there because I mentioned the uh, Globehead thing because I, I think Globehead is the best thing I've ever Maybe second only to poor monkey. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I mentioned it. And then I've had one apologising for the conduct of his fellow uh, flat earthers and the hashtag keep it civil. But, but by the uh, way, hashtag keep it civil. By the way, I'm part of the problem because, of course, I'm MSM now. I'm mainstream media. Oh, yeah. You, you, I imagine NASA contacted you on your first day and uh, worked in the media and... It wasn't NASA. It wasn't NASA. It was. It wasn't NASA. It was NASA. It was my Zionist paymasters. It was. <laughs> it was. It was the Jews that run the media, of course. Wait, you careful uh, now, wasn't you, owner? They, 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 they called me in, and um, uh, yeah, it's. Um, but I, I, you know, of course, I would. I would say the Earth is round because I'm part of the problem. I'm. I'm the smokescreen. They've probably taken you to Antarctica and shown you uh, what's there. Richard, I'm going to have to kill you now. Right. Thank you very much. Oh, 034. Oh, no, I'm not giving out a number because we've got loads of calls. Michael and then Craig and then we've got loads more lined up. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. If you want to watch the show, hello everybody, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. 14,000 reach. That doesn't mean that 14,000 people have seen it. It just means lots of people have shared it. Thank you. Keep sharing it. I appreciate it. It's... uh, uh, everything we can do to make the show more popular means that my job is more secure. 
And that's going to be a good thing. Michael! Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Michael. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, I, I've listened uh, tonight, and you were talking earlier about Una Stubbs and stuff, and I actually met her in um, uh, Patisserie Valerie in Old Convent Street, and she was so nice to me. Because like, I always was fascinated by her when I was a little kid. Um, when I watched Wurzel Gummidge and stuff, I was the right shadow. And, um, yeah, she's really lovely, really nice lady. But I, I bet she just... is one of those proper old theatre Lovies, yeah. I bet she's absolutely oh, yeah. delightful. Yeah, you you could tell because the 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 guy that she was with, he was sort of really distinguished and really well groomed. He was a lot younger, he was yeah. probably about like forty, but like he seemed like quite sort of you know like a right thespian just by the way that he dressed, the way that he looked and everything. But she was really lovely because like I I sort of like went over and I shouldn't really have interrupted, but I just wanted to say hello to her and say that, you know, it was really nice to meet her and stuff. I, like, only stopped for two seconds and she was lovely. 17, really nice. 79 years I old, know, Michael. How, is, how uh, is that possible? Well, like, I mean, the thing is, is that people in this day and age are getting a lot, you know, they're living a lot older for lots of different reasons, yep. whether it's, you know, different medical advances or, yep. you know, just it's just the way things are going and, and people are living longer and people are looking a lot younger like obviously you could see that she hadn't had any work done because uh, she'd aged gracefully yeah but she looked amazing like i, I remember i'm it. old enough michael uh, and i don't know how old you are, are you 38 you're good yeah <laughs> yeah are you yeah I'm there we go there we go you see i know every time kath is blown away by that trick um yeah. Uh, you may not remember it but because of your accent maybe you do i remember being a kid, right, there would be old people around. We'd go and see my grandparents, mm. and they'd be at the Darby yeah. and Joan Club, and there would be old yeah. people, right, really yeah. old, and they'd yeah. look yeah. old. But they, looking back, they were probably about 55, 56. I know, I know, because the, the kids that I teach, they they are shocked that I'm 38, and they go, like, really? Yeah. You don't look 38 as though it's, like, some, like, age defeatist thing, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, uh, I think when you're that age, like... It's nice to have that level of innocence where you don't realise what age people really are. Yeah. And you don't have that sort of concept because it's nothing that worries you because you're in your youth. And that's just, you know, you don't even think about it. My boys now, seven and five in, in, in January, uh, yeah. they're doing that thing um, that all children do and um, all adults tell them not to do it. But it's impossible. They want to be older. They want no. to be older. No. They are no. wishing their life. I wish I was older. I, mm, and I'm going, I, I, guys, I, I you can't. You don't. You, honestly, trust me. Being old is boring. Mortgages, bills, stuff like that. I, know, I wish I was older I than I could. I could play computer games whenever I wanted. I know. I know. But don't don't you think? Like, I mean, obviously, because you've children. Like, I'm surrounded by kids every day, and like the pressure that they're under. Like, I've actually thought long and hard about you know, the future for me personally. And yeah. I just, I don't really agree with the way that education is going because, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to be too personal about my students, but like some of them come to me and they're so, uh, you know, so stressed out and teachers are like worried about, you know, their mental health. And, you know, you see, you see it more and more now. And like you're saying, you know, people do tend to wish their lives away. We all are guilty of it. When I was a little kid, 
and growing up as a teenager, I used to like think, oh, wish I, you know, wish I could get on this, wish I could have my own job. And well, so, it was always I'm looking honest. up to the next thing. You look, you want to be sixteen because then you can do certain things, but then you want to be eighteen because you're, you, and then you want to be twenty-one because you can, do, know. you know, it's um, no. it, it, I wonder, is it? Well, it, I think it's good that teachers are more aware now about the mental oh, health and stresses of young people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but my boys are a little bit too young, you know, for exams and tests and stuff. I, 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 and I do remember I being very, very stressed mm. at school. I remember being really stressed by it. Mm. I didn't cope well with maths or science. And, like, I, I've said this. I've been really honest and transparent with my children at school because, like I've said to them, you know, I stressed and, and had massive problems with especially maths at school. And, like, if I had to go back to school and rewind to my youth, I wouldn't be able to cope with the, the, the trials and tribulations of it all. And, you know, there's there's added pressure with social media and, you know, children need to be children, I think. I think it's really important for, you know, those children to reach that longevity later on in life and be able to sit in, you know, a museum or a gallery oh, yeah. or sit and have a cup of coffee and be able to look at the world go by and not have those stresses. That's gone. That's gone. Steady. But that's gone, though. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's yeah. gone. Everything is, is now. My six-year-old the other day came home and said, oh, we had um, lessons about computer safety. I was like, all right, mm. what did you know? He said, well, basically, if someone talks to us on online, we switch mm. it off or we tell a grown-up. And I thought, yeah, mm. that's great. But you're six years old, man. I don't I let know. you... I, I don't... You, why? No, no, don't learn I about know. that now. You're, that's know. too young, isn't it? I know. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe that's me being naive. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, is that I, I went to a local because I have to lose weight because I'm a diabetic and stuff. And I, I was at a local sort of, you know, uh, diet play, um, event with loads of people because I usually go on a yeah. Saturday morning. And, like, it's a really nice environment. But what I was really shocked by was there was a little kid, little toddler oh. in a, in a you know, pushchair type thing. Yeah. And, like, the child was sitting glued to this little sort of compact console screen. Mm. I think it might have actually been a mobile phone, which is what age I am. Um, but I just looked and thought, like, that, that's really not yeah. good. Because, yeah. like, it's a child and I just, I just think they should be able to not be surrounded by that level of technology. The thing, and I've, said all before, the thing I've said before, kids don't know how to be bored. These no, days. they don't. And they I was bored growing up. Growing up, when I in the seventies and eighties, I was bored for mm. so much. Mom, I'm bored. Go and do something. I'm yeah, bored. Go yeah. and make something. All right, go yeah, and make. Yeah. And and uh, very rarely, I don't. I've only a couple of times I've heard my kids say that they're bored. Yeah, because there's yeah, so much. Yeah. There's so much stuff and stimulation everywhere. Mm. Mm. I mean, the thing is, is that something, when I was, like, researching years ago, I went into a nursery school, and it wasn't a Montessori approach, or a Montessori place, but it was a Montessori approach, yeah. I should say. And it was really interesting because all of the learning that the kids was the kids were doing was all based around them as individuals and what they were interested yeah. in, and that fed into what they were doing. The staff were happy. The children were so pleased to be doing things. And it wasn't laborious. It wasn't a chore to them. 
and it was natural, even though, you know, like, say we were in the class together, you'd be on water and I'd be on sand and mm-hmm. somebody else would be on paint and stuff. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, it was just a really lovely environment. And, like, the parents would come in at the end of the day and the little kids would all be so excited that they wouldn't necessarily want to be going home. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's really yeah. interesting. But the thing I was going to talk about to you um, tonight wasn't actually that, but... Um, was about um, a lot of people have mentioned about you know Freddie Mercury and and things about you know um, you know different musicians and stuff and yeah. the thing I'm really fascinated by is how music has influenced you know visuals for you know bands over the ages. It's like I was looking tonight um, on the television at you know a range there was some star from that you know dancing with the stars or whatever it is yeah, or yeah. You know, that bonus thing and one of those guys has released this album right and I was thinking gosh like they just don't it really triggered in my mind they just don't make music like they used to it's kind of like fashion it's whoa, really, whoa, you know, hang, whoa hang on a minute you're, whoa, 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 whoa. you're you're sounding like an old man no I'm not I just I think that you know, it's it's so processed now. I mean, it's too easy for musicians. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, but here, here, oh, Michael, Mike, Michael. But you're yeah. saying what you're supposed to say at this age. Pop music isn't for pop music now. Isn't for us, right? We're not meant to understand it. Just like our yeah, parents true. didn't understand pop music true. in the eighties, like my I'm granddad sure my and grandma Nan didn't understand. My my mum tells this wonderful story of my granddad Bill. Every time Mick Jagger came on the TV in the sixties, bursting out into laughter, calling him a massive <laughs> ponce, and getting up yeah. and, and doing an impression of him across across the, yeah. the weird, weird, you know, pop music is is we're not meant to get it. We're not meant to get it, Michael. I suppose I know. I mean, I'm really starting to show my age. Because the kids will go, oh, play this track. And I'm like, who is this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, cringe. I suppose you make a fair point. But I think I think what I'm trying to say and in and, and agreement with you is that I think that, you know, fashion and music back in those particular times were, were really essential. Like, they played such a major role in how people... Um, you know, conducted themselves. You'd get punk and anarchy, and you know, uh, the Sex Pistols like anarchy in the UK. But and, music is you know, music is music things. is less important now because it's not a physical. Uh, it's not a physical thing. It's a digital commodity. True. So, so yeah. you, you, you know, the fact that you, you don't buy albums and play the albums, even the, mm, the crap mm. songs, you 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 play them over and over again to get your mm, money's worth. Mm, now you mm, just mm. go online or on your phone and go, "Oh, I like that song. That's seventy nine p." And that's if you buy it, or you just go on YouTube and just watch it, or Spotify and just no. stream it. Music, music. Yeah. Is not a, a physical thing. It's become even more throwaway. Yeah. But that's but that's the way that's the way it goes, Michael. That's the evolution, man. Thank you for that. I enjoyed that. I've got to move on because I've got a load of people waiting to to get on before uh, we do straight to air at midnight. Um, I won't give out the phone number. The switchboard is full. Late night conversation wealth losing sleep Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello. Hello, Kerry. I'm good, Kerry. How are you? I'm very well, Ian. It's brilliant to speak to you. I've only been listening to you for a few weeks, and I am delighted to be able to talk to you about men. Kerry, can I ask you a question, right? You've only been listening for a few weeks, right? Um, The advertising for this station has been utter pony. How did you find us and find me? Actually, through my boyfriend. Oh. Oh, I see. He 
said, you need to listen to this. And I did, and I listened, and I find you absolutely hilarious. Oh. I love the fact that I laugh, and then all of a sudden I'm, like, questioning life. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I hope not in a, you know, where you sat there with a bottle of pills or anything. What have you called in well, for, Karen? No, no, what have you got for us tonight? a bottle of wine and a knife, you Good know. For you. Good for you. What have you got for us? Okay, so, mental illness. Yes. Got your experience? Yeah. I've got... Oh, watch, oh. watch. Right, that's, 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 it, that's a yellow card. That's, sorry, that, that's sorry, fine. Sorry, that's the other okay. card. Don't do, uh, okay. you've obviously had a, you've had a bit more wine than I right. expected. Yes, okay. go on. Okay, so um, I grew up with mental illness. My mum has um, paranoid schizophrenia, oh, and I grew up with it. What? I'm quite interested in the fact that you obviously have your own experience in mental illness. Yeah. I've grown up with humour in the fact that it makes life a little bit easier. So I'd like to know. When you experienced mental illness, how did you get through your life, career? How how did you make it work? Oh, truth, that's a big question. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Um, um well, well, I was about, well, I'm not dead, so I'm 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 doing something right. Even though you know, part of the time, my head tells me that I will be better off dead. Um, <laughs> So yeah. I'm, I'm doing something right. Um, I take medication. I'm fortunate enough that I can I can afford to go and see a man once a week and sit in his room for an hour, 50 <laughs> minutes, and talk to him about stuff. Um, I say I take pills. Um, <laughs> you, you like that, don't you? Not not those kind of pills, Kerry, for goodness <laughs> sake. Those things make those things make everything worse. Uh, no proper prescription medication. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes I lie in bed for days and, 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 and want to die, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I make it you, work. You obviously, you have a humour as well. And the reason my mum and me get through mental health is that we find humour in it. And yeah. the fact that when she stops taking her tablets, oh. it becomes a little bit of a comedy show and a little bit of a sketch show. And we get through it that way. So I'm interested to learn how people in the limelight, like you, yeah. actually put stop to that like, and crack on. Um, well, I'm lucky that I, I, you know, if I want, I can work just three hours a day. I can, I can rock up here at half past nine. Uh, you got, you're living the dream, Ian. Ain't well, you? yeah, well, exactly. So uh, th- there have been times when I've been too unwell to come in, and I've taken time off uh, 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 and stuff. But generally, I recently, even though I've been feeling lousy, I've been able to come in and work for three hours now the show may not have been particularly good and i think maybe last week they were a little bit ropey but there you go and i'm kind of faking it to make it the, the... <laughs> you know what mate yeah. I mean, that's it, that's... i can't kerry that's your second yellow card one more all right i'm low off and it's a red card all right all right all right i'm listening all right one, one more i know oh, sorry all right okay um uh well, you, 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 if you've only been listening the last couple of weeks, Kerry, you wait till I'm back up to speed again. You wait till I'm back up to speed again. You won't have done anything like it. Um, it, I, I couldn't do a proper job. I couldn't do a job where I've got to get the train at half past seven in the morning and get in for half past eight and then finish at half past five, six, get the train home. I couldn't do it. I, 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 I honestly couldn't do it. I would end up, um, I would, 
end up killing myself or or back on the drink and the drugs or whatever. I couldn't Ian, do it. are you supporting it? Uh, do you have a charity of some kind of helping people with mental illness, getting into work and getting into jobs and doing something with what they have? Like what you're doing. It's incredible. It's great. But it, but I'm different because it's not a proper job. You know, it's it's just it's it's, it's you know it's not a proper job. It's not a real job. And I'm aware of that, and I get paid very very well for not really doing a lot, for sitting here and talking for three hours. You know, it's not. It, I, I I I you know. So I I I don't know what your question was. <laughs> I've confused you, haven't I? I'm talking about mental illness. I grew up with it. Yeah. I've learned it, and I uh, yeah, my mum, my mum had um, in... severe mental illness, yeah. but also it enlightens me. My mum and me laugh about mental illness. We have to because that's how we get through it. That's that's what we do. Yeah. But also it inspires me. Since I've been listening to you, you talk about it. You can be really, really funny one one moment, and then you can be talking about something really serious. And that's incredible. And you're doing, you're doing something like that as a profession. You're earning money, you're supporting your family, you're doing something. There's got to be something out there for other people suffering from mental illness that can do something to support their families and do a job. Um, well, there are, there are things like Calm and the Samaritans and Mind and... <laughs> Huh? I like you. I like you. You laugh even when I don't say anything funny. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, oh my god! Like seriously, like huh? I've grown up with mental health. You, you, I you, know that. Yeah. That doesn't always work sometimes. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> I can't fix it. You know, you, 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 people. But you can't. You, it's like it's not even like a terminal illness. You just have to get used to it and deal with it. Well, it can be terminal. Well. If you're unfortunate to take your own life, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carrie, listen, it's nice to talk. I've got to move on because I'm coming up to a break and I've missed all of my breaks this evening. Thank you very much indeed. Two F-bombs. Don't do any more and we'll get on nice. We'll get on nicely. Oh, th- um, no, I'm not giving out the number because the switchboard is still full of people. Um, late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, right, okay, okie dokie, um, let's go to Craig, evening Craig. Evening Ian. Sorry, I see you've been waiting for ages, the phones have gone absolutely mental tonight, oh, and, yeah. and, and we've got, we had loads of new voices, and uh, I know that some people haven't been answered, it's, uh, Catherine and Ed have, um, their um, tiny little arms, and they do have tiny arms, both of them. Um, have been stretched to capacity. So if we've not answered you, don't worry. After midnight, calls straight to air. What you got for us, Craig? That chap you were about, the Quantum Leap guy, is it Scott... Was it Bakula or something? I don't know how you say his name. This is a a great um, shame I have to carry around. I don't know how to say the surname of the star. Bakula, Bakula, Bakula. I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Uh, that's his fault for a silly name. He should have changed it. I changed my name when I got into show yeah. business. I no one could say or spell my name. Changed it. It was gone. There you go. He, in that source code film, when... The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he phones his dad, yeah. that's who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that meant to be a reference to Quantum Leap? I would imagine so. It's good, that film, source code, isn't it? But yeah. there, there we go. 
Film, we've, we've kind of touched on this with Saw. Films you can only watch once. You can only watch Saw once, because once you've seen it, you know it. You can only watch any, well, as I say, M. Night Shyamalan films, but actually, Unbreakable is a, uh, is a really good film I can watch again and again and again. Um, uh, Source Code, you can only watch Source Code once. Um, yeah, unless you've got a bad memory like me. Well, I mean, come on, you know what the twist is, though. Ah, uh, well, we disagreed about the twist, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you thought it was it became real, and I thought it didn't become real. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want... I, I, I like watching films, um, re-seeing I'll tell you like why that. it didn't become real, right? It, it, indulge me for a second, dear listener. If you've not seen Source Code, I mean nothing. When they... Because didn't they turn off his life support machine in real life? Yeah. Right. So, but... but And I read this in a, in a Murakami book. Right, so he's living in his head. He thinks he's in he's he's phys- he thinks he's living a physical existence, but he's in his head, right? And when they turn off the life support machine, that last burst of energy of life in him is infinite. It goes on. He can live his because you know when you dream, right? You can dream a dream that feels like it's going on for hours. It's about three seconds. Yeah, your dreams are about three seconds, right? And so when they switch off his life support machine, um. His it it, it 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 time is slowed down to such a point that it, it's almost infinite. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I've bored myself with that rubbish. Anyway, it's um, a Duncan Jones. Obviously, you reminded me produced it. Yeah. For, for, uh, what was Duncan Jones' uh, uh, first uh, real name? What was his real name? What was his real name, please? Full real name. No, I don't know. Unless I mean, obviously Bowie's son, but I don't know. So what if so? So his surname would have been. We can work this out. His surname would have been Duncan Jones Barry, Bowie. No, it was. Um, it depends on how you pronounce it. It was either Zowie Bowie or Zoe Bowie. It's, it's spelled Z O W I E Bowie. No wonder he changed his name, Zoe he Bowie. Have, he had the first name Zoe. Or Zoe or Zowie, it was Z. It depends. I just thought he changed his last name. No, he changed it, and he changed it to Duncan, Duncan Jones, from Zowie Bowie to Duncan Jones. Absolutely brilliant. I love how these rock star kids rebel. It's like um, George Harrison's son rebelled by joining a military academy, and his dad was furious with him. Excellent work. Brilliant. Because in a in, in a. It's on YouTube in a Q and A. He does say that there is two universes: oh. one in which he dies, and one in which he takes over the guy's uh, body. Yeah, that's not true, though. Yeah, well, he directed it. Yeah, so, so what? So he doesn't know a thing about it. His name was Zowie. Yeah, fair enough. But his dad, I dad for the Rock. Uh, Dead rock star, I'd have David Bowie. You want David Bowie? Hang on a second. David... Oh, no, yeah. no one took David Bowie yesterday. I was uh, flaunting it, and no one took it. All right, so you got Bowie. And, because I miss her, Charlotte Coleman for the for the film star. Ooh. The one from Four Weddings and a Funeral, and you're the redhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good, wasn't she? Marmalade, grew up with her, Marmalade Atkins. Marmalade Atkins, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit punky, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. She was in Gummidge as well. Was she? Yeah, tiny. So, you know, Charlotte like, Coleman, yeah. sounds like she's done more 
the newness stops, dears, and newness stops. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you can have Charlotte Coleman, uh, uh, Craig, and you've got Bowie. I'm surprised Bowie didn't go uh, didn't go earlier yesterday. Um, I'll take a picture of of uh, the. Well, I put a picture on my Facebook page yesterday of, of, of uh, the ones that have gone so far. Um, Neil. Neil. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hey, mate. All right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. What you got for us? Um, I, my mate put me on to your podcast about um, a week ago. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, no, they're wicked. Oh. I've listened to one of them so far. Oh, hang on. <laughs> How do you know they're wicked? You've only listened to one. The, the rest uh, might be rubbish. It, no, well, this one was amazing. It was 2001, Lulls and Loneliness. Can you remember that one? From, hang on, from 2001? Yeah, it was a long time ago. He put me on to him. He said, you're amazing. So in my van on travels, I put this one on. And you weren't sure whether you got your point across about loneliness. No, hang on. That wasn't 2001. That was like three weeks ago. It, uh, it came up as 2001, so maybe I'm wrong. Well, may, well maybe, our system, maybe our system's buzzed up. No, that was about three or four weeks ago. Yeah, and I was okay, talking about being lonely right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I've got you. I've got you, Neil. But yes. I've got... Your point got across to me perfect. It's exactly how I felt, how I feel most of the time. You're with people, but you're alone. Yeah. And I just like to say, you got your point across to me marvellously, because you weren't sure whether you you put it across right. Uh, Yeah, I struggled to put it into words, and I felt silly saying it, but but in retrospect, I'm glad I said it, because I've had so many gentlemen, mainly men... Actually, I don't know if I've had oh, any women, but I've had so many men, Neil, like you, you know, by like you, I mean like ordinary blokes, yeah. um, coming up to me um, or, or sending me emails saying that that um, that touched that touched me, that 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 yeah. got me somewhere, uh, and they I, could identify with it. I don't, I don't mind admitting I'm lonely to to certain people, but uh, when you're out in the pub and. I'm, I'm surrounded by people, I'm drinking with people, but I'm sat on the sideline. Like you, I've got no small talk, I'm not interested in football. Yeah. But it's, it's hard, because you, you're all alone. Even though you've got people around you, everybody says you've got good mates, you know everybody, but you're still alone. But you think. You're lonely, sorry, but not alone. Yeah. No, does that I, make sense? Yeah, it does it completely make sense. Yeah, we're speaking, we're speaking the same language. Have you got family around you, Neil? Um, I've got family, but I don't bother a lot with them. Mm. Um, I've got kids with another partner. I keep myself to myself. I, I don't trust people. Yeah. I've been hurt. I've been pulled, pushed and all that. I've got one or two good mates. Like you said, you had a mate that you could call upon. Um, he put you up for a couple of nights. I'm down to yourself tonight. And he's amazing. Uh, it, it just, it hit the spot of what? I relate exactly what you said. I'm sorry that there's that, well, uh, there's no answer. <laughs> I've I've yet to find an answer or a solution or even a no, a, a, a direction to face in and take a step forward. But um, it, it's just biting the bullet and cracking on with it. I think. Yeah. That, tough, isn't that it? is that is the only answer is is confronting your fears and taking the rough with the smooth. I think how do they? Um, how do how do people do? conversation like chit chat how do people do chit chat i don't know i i struggle with it yeah I, if i it, i go out when i go out i have a lot to drink 
I'll have a couple of points, and that is Dutch courage. Yeah. Once you've had Dutch courage, I'm pretty all right. But then, obviously, you're the second mark, and I can't remember nothing. Man. Well, that's it. That's so. the thing. And, yeah, and it's not. It's. It's. I mean, I, I. I. This is what I used to drink and take drugs and stuff, and 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 it would it would partly fill that hole, and it would make it I, easier to talk people. Exactly the same. Even now. Yeah, I, exactly I haven't had a drink or drug that. for years because it was getting messy, and it wasn't actually solving any of yeah. the issues. Yeah. You know, it was. It was. It was making even more barriers. And yet, my work-wise, I'm perfectly fine. I'm completely sober. I yeah. don't, obviously, I, I do my job, I got to speak to people, I get on fine with them, um, customer service I'm pretty good at, yet come friends or in the pub, I'm useless at. Um, again, I feel lonely, I'm locked in my room sometimes, um, but what you said touched everything I was feeling. Well... Thanks for sharing that, Neil. I, I, I genuinely um, I appreciate it. Someone um, I, I had to do an interview for, for some students the other day, and they said, "What's the what's the best thing you've ever done on the radio? What's the thing you're most proud of?" And and it was this. I said about this conversation, not specifically with you, but the fact that um, you know several people had come up to me and said that they'd they'd got the loneliness thing that I was trying to convey. Um, so all I can do is is, is say thanks for sharing that, Neil. I appreciate okay. it. There, there is no answer. It's, there is no answer, but the more people that hear about it and understand it, I think they then can relate more to it. I think it's a bigger problem than than, than people um, imagine. We talk. We agree. When I drive into work, there's a poster up um, from I think it's Age Concern saying something like I don't remember the exact figure. I know it ends in six hundred. Something like th- there'll be eighty thousand six hundred or thirty five thousand. I don't know thirty thousand. Old people will be lonely in London this Christmas, and we t- we t- we think of it as an old person's disease, and I don't think it is. I think I think it applies to um to a lot more people who are a lot younger. Oh, it's twenty years, eighteen years above. I'd say even younger than that. Some even younger children probably feel as lonely mm. as us adults. Yeah, I think that. Neil, listen, I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you found the show. You, they don't, they, the podcasts aren't all like that one, so you might hate <laughs> you might hate them. I don't know. But uh, call again. Nice to talk to you. Um, John, I'm going to come to you in a minute. I might come to you after the news. Let's see how we get on with Nigel. Yes, Nigel. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Nigel. What you got for us? A uh, bit of an update. Because, oh. you know, I obviously told you I sent you the, the demo and everything like that. Yes. Uh, I've got a gig. Hey, what the, what the heck? For those who don't know, Nigel is um, uh, a radio presenter, he's a jock, and he sent in, um, uh, he kept sending us his um, demo reel, and we would critique it. And you told us that you 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 had a bit of interest. Um, what, do, what? This is amazing! Congratulations! You must be over the moon. Yeah. What commercial radio station? You get, are you, get, are you getting paid? Yeah, oh, contracts and everything. Every, listen, if anybody can make a living doing this nonsense, then I take my hat off. Um, but when do you start, Nigel? Uh, January. I've got a meeting with the station manager next week. Yeah. And they're going to talk contracts and money and what show I'm doing, how many, how many times I'm on air and things like that. This is flipping awesome. Uh, are, so, you, are you allowed to tell us who it is, or do you want to keep that under wraps for a little bit until it's all signed and... and, uh, and I can't really say, I'm not allowed to say <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> oh, isn't that exciting? 
that's exciting. When I knew about this job, I knew about this job for about four months before it got announced, and I and I couldn't tell anyone anything. I was telling loads of people, but I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to tell anybody anything. Uh, Nigel, I'm really pleased for you, mate. Thank you. I want fifteen percent, <laughs> and that's not even a joke. Let's let's start with John, and we'll uh, see how we go. Evening, John. Hello. Hello, John. You're on the air. What you got for us? Um, hello, Ian. How are you, mate? You're all right. I'm good, thank you, John. Yeah, we might have to straddle you over the news if that's okay. That's fine. I'm happy to do that. In fact, I tell you what, because I've, I've I've misjudged it a little bit. Are you go and make yourself a cup of tea. Go and have a fag, whatever it is you want to do. I will come back to you about three minutes past midnight. Is that all right? Excellent. Brilliant. Uh, so we will speak to John and we will speak to Dean, and then we'll just take calls straight to air. So after Dean. Don't rack any more calls up, please, because we'll take calls straight to air. Um, I will give you the uh, the phone number in a bit. The phones have been absolutely mental this evening. And lots and lots of new callers, which is wonderful. So that's really good news. Um, if you're... Tonight, I think we've had a good balance of the light and the shade. And I think maybe we got a little bit too shady earlier in the week and maybe a little bit too light in the middle of the week. And tonight, it's kind of that... Balance. It is a, a late night phone in show, unlike any other uh, late night phone in show, in that you can call in and talk about anything. And I really think that that, that you are starting to get the hang of that and realizing that you you have a, a, a blank canvas um, and you can do whatever you want. Isn't that exciting? A little bit scary, but it's exciting as well and you know what it's unique there ain't nothing like it on the radio john then we'll do dean then we'll take calls straight to air uh, late nights with ian lee on talk radio across the uk online and on dab a radio star is born you're going to love talk radio talk radio it's just suddenly dawned on me i'm really really tired i'm really really tired Oh, dear. Another 45-minute spin session at the gym, guys. That's what did it. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
is it that one of the greatest pleasures in the world is when there's a picture of someone smiling, colouring in their teeth with the blue biro. Why is that the most, just the most fun you can have? It's so satisfying. I'm just sat here during the news, colouring in Len Goodman's teeth. Colouring them in. Blue. Beautiful. Uh, we've got John, then we've got Dean, then we'll take calls straight to air. So don't call in. I, I'd say hold off until about quarter past. I'll give out the phone number and then we'll take calls straight to air. So don't don't call in now because no one's going to answer it. John. Hello, Ian. Thank you for waiting, John. What you got for us? <coughs> uh, a journey, if I may. Oh, yeah. Um, I, how I found you, because I find it quite interesting how I have actually found you, my journey. Go on. How long have you got? <laughs> well, we're here until one. Oh, there you go. Four, right, four years ago. Yeah. I went off. Uh, well, I got a gift because uh, I always wanted to do stand-up comedy. So I got a comedy course. Oh yeah, as a gift, um, which put me in the hands of um, uh, Sam Avery over in Liverpool. Yeah, um, lovely comedian. I know she that the comedy course. I know that name from somewhere. Sure. Anyway, yeah, go on. Um, he's done. He's done bits and pieces on Radio Four. Anyway, um, well, I think it was. Anyway, so uh, so I goes into the comedy course. And the first day, actually, uh, knowing um, a certain uh, person called David Earl, um, I came home and for some reason I fired up Facebook and saw that he was on there. And I also saw that he did a podcast. Now, as you probably know, uh, uh, the, the, he does a Brian Gittins podcast because Brian Gittins is a uh, comedy character. Oh, he does Brian, Brian Gittins! I would love to invite Brian Gittins on this show, but I just I, the, I haven't got the, enough dump buttons to. Um, Brian Gittins is absolutely hilarious, but brilliant, filthy. So, so anyway, so so he does a podcast. I fell into his podcast. I actually did my first routine on his podcast. Oh yeah. Um, which was the day before, actually, when I did it live over in Liverpool in the, uh, the theatre. Yeah. Anyway, so it does that. And obviously I get connected to other people. I get, um, eventually after pestering and and people, I get invited down to Sticky Mike's down in Brighton and get to do some stand-up with um, Brian Gissins and, and uh, Trevor Lock and what have you. And so it does that, and I come back, and then I find um, a character called... Barry, Uh-oh. from Watford. Suddenly the story's taken a rather sour turn, John. <laughs> and then we get, when then we get, uh, I always, I was already aware of uh, Angelos, but not Barry. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I've started, um, started my own podcast, ringing to other podcasts to make a nuisance of myself and yeah. ringing to radio shows. And, and that's how come I'm here, because a friend of mine shared... You, I was already aware of you because I've been on to, I've done the YouTube thing and yeah, listened yeah. to all the phone calls in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and um, and here we are. Um, well, I'm glad you found me, John. Thank you very much indeed. And, and also thank you for reminding me of the wonderful Brian Gittins, who, if, any, if you ever get the chance, dear listener, to... Um, to see him, or even just get, follow him on Twitter, he's absolutely filthy, and he'll probably offend half of you, which is wonderful and is delicious. Um, and he's um, he's brilliant. I did a gig with. I mean, last time I did a gig with him, 
I keep every now and then I'll dip my. T- I won't do it anymore. I've done it now. But I, I keep dipping my toe into stand up and going. Hmm, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I didn't hate stand up quite so much. And I'll I'll do it again. And I'll go and do like a few ten minute sets and go. Oh no, I hated it. Um, but you- I did a gig with him in Shepherd's Bush somewhere. God, that must have been. That must have been about eight years ago. Flip it. Well, you have to come up and do my night. No. There you go. There ten we minutes. Go. Yeah. No. 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 And the, the the thought of doing a, 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 a doing a ten minute set, a tight ten or a twenty. Nah. I've done. I've been there. I've done that. I was never very good at it. Occasionally, I'd have nights where it went quite well. Um. I, I, I'm all for doing little. Um. You know, one man hour long ninety minute shows. But the thought of doing standing there with, for ten minutes with just a microphone and your 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 wit. No, it's yeah. It's, an hour of show is good because obviously it's. Um, I mean, I've done two hours now, and oh. um, uh, in the Liverpool Comedy Festival. So, yeah. and that was in that was less pressure than doing ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a it's a different. But again, I wouldn't do it. Were you just? Were, were you just? Were you doing an hour of stand up? Uh, yes. Yeah. No. So I, I, the, the show that I do is is me is is, is a, it's a lecture. Basically, and if people find bits of it funny, then that's a bonus. Um, oh, that's but great. Well, that's what that's what comedy is all about, isn't it? Just, you know, it comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, and you know, um, you know, I've seen many a lecture or storytelling. Yeah. Um, yes. That's that's absolutely outstanding. You know, on the comedy circuit. So, what do yeah. you want to be when you grow up, John? What is well, you, do you want? Do you want to be a? a I, I don't know. Are you making a living out of doing stand up? Is that what you want to do? Um, we well, see. I'm a bit late to the party. Not that that matters. I'm 49, oh. so um, I've got. I, I like the young ones coming through. I haven't got those sort of ambitions. You know what I mean? I'm quite happy to go along to the nice gigs and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and get paid if I can. Um, and then obviously run my night that runs month to month in Liverpool, yeah. which, is, which obviously encourages new comedians to come along. And, and how's that going? Are people are people coming out and 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 sitting down and watching the acts and enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you, it's a midweek. Uh, it's a Tuesday, and it's once a month. Yeah. Um, it's difficult, as you know, to get people out in the midweek. Yeah. So you know, we start we start about half seven, eight o'clock, and we finish for ten, so everyone can get on, get into bed, get perfect. the cocoa. Perfect. That's that sounds like a perfect uh, evening. Go on, give, go on, give me a quick plug. Is there a website or something? Uh, Hoo Ha Comedy on Facebook. Hoo Ha. Um, Hoo Ha. <laughs> well, so, John. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm glad. Stay tuned because we're about to take call straight to air, which is a whole different skillet of fish. I'm glad you found me. Thank you very much indeed. Best of luck with the club. I'm only moving on because I want to. I'm not squeeze Dean in. I want to get get Dean in in a leisurely manner. Good evening, Dean. Hip hip hip. What kind of cake? Oh, I'm 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 a big big fan of the uh, Belgium chocolate cheesecake. To be honest, Ian. Oh man, alive. I'm I'm trying to. I don't know how long you've been listening, Dean, but I'm trying to lose weight. I put on a lot of weight, and I'm. I'm oh going, no, I know, I know. I, I'm exactly in the same. I'm boat, going anyway. to the gym. I'm going at least three or four times a week. I'm doing classes. I did a flipping spin class tonight. I'm, and I've, all I've eaten today is one sandwich, um, a bag of nuts. What kind of sandwich? <laughs> it was. I tell you what. I've been going to Costa a lot, right? And oh, uh, really? Yeah, they do a really nice chicken fajita sandwich. Right. Chicken fajita sandwich. That sounds delicious. No, it it is, right? And it's uh, it's all just kind of some slimy brown mess, but it is absolutely delicious. I love I bet it. it is. I love is it. it. 
all the food that tastes really nice is really bad for you, unfortunately. <laughs> I know, but but that's all I had, and I had some pistachios and a bit of fruit, and then me and Kath are going to go out for a slap up meal afterwards um, at a, tur- oh, a Turkish it. place. Get a bit, uh, get a bit of um, shish kebab or something. Hey, shish kebab. They uh, it, it, we got it's this it's this place right. It's a shisha bar. You know the shisha bars where they sit outside with the hubbly bubblies and smoke them, right? I'm with, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Is that tobacco in the hubbly bubbly? I believe it is. But it's like licorice flavour or cherry well, flavour. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like Willy Wonka's yeah, flavours yeah. of, of tobacco. In the back of the menu, it's got the hubbly-bubbly menu, and it's um, there's um, Skittles, there's coconuts, there's candy floss, and I'd love it. I would love, love it. But if it's got, I don't want to have it if it's got tobacco in. Oh, this is the problem, I think, Ian. I think... Oh, I think you're treading on dodgy water, dear yeah. my friend. Yeah, you don't. No one wants to tread on dodgy water. <laughs> Nobody wants to tread Nobody on dodgy water. To tread on dodgy. <laughs> what have you called in for, Dean? Um, well, a couple of things. I, oh, I've got loads of points. Uh, I've got nine. I've got nine points to make. Shut up! You're, that, you're, that better be a reference to what I said on yesterday's show. Of course, it good. Is. Good. <laughs> Thank um, you. First, well, uh, I apologise for Kerry and Neil. Um, there, Kerry's my girlfriend, Neil's my friend, and I've turned them onto your podcast. Oh, Potty Mouth Kerry. Potty Mouth Kerry, yeah. Potty does, she, Mouth does, does she swear that much at home? I bet that's fun if she uh, does, eh? She swears like a sailor. Yeah, good for her. Well, she, she was, a, um, it was, a, she was a, well done, Dean. I appreciate it. You're, yeah, you single-handedly not, have got me more listeners and callers than the entire talk radio advertising budget. There we, there we go, see? Um, yeah, well, I listen to you on my on my post train pretty much every day. So yeah, oh, I nice think, one, I man. Think, Thank you. I think I think it's a, uh, an awesome podcast. Light and shade, as you say, clunky gear chains. It's 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 top banana. Um, so what do you want to talk about? I've got I've got music. I've got Trump. I've got a story on Trump that nobody's talked about. That, that is Dean. That is a very bold. It's a massive. That bold is a bo- that is a bold claim to make straight because if if you haven't, I would have to cut you off instantly. Okay, that's fine, but I don't think you will. Well, then, 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 then oh, hey, listen, fella, you you've done me the courtesy. Tell her to shut up. You've done. Shut up. You've done me the courtesy of coming into my house and dropping your trousers and getting your. Bo- shut up. <laughs> Unbelievable. She's, she's had her turn and she ruined it. I know, exactly, exactly. Give us give us your Trump. Okay, so Donald Trump is going to be the only president. Kerry, shut up! Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> right. Donald Trump is going to be the only uh, president of America that has been in the WWE Hall of Fame. Fair play. I've not heard that mentioned on LBC or, or Five Live. Here we go. Or See, I told Julia you, Hartley. I've got something new to bring to it. Well, that well, that's that's great, Dean. But that that means the conversation can't go anywhere now. So I have to cut you off. Right. <laughs> thank you, Dean, and thank you for bringing all your friends and your family around. It's all appreciated. What a lot of uh, we must have had at least half a dozen new callers this, e- this evening, at least, um, which is which is fantastic. Um, and. Some of you won't like it because it means that, that not not all the phone lines can can be answered when there's there's two phone calls, three phone calls. We will tend to that are ringing in at the same time. We'll tend to go for the newer number. Um, it's not there's no science to it. There's no but there is an art to it, and Catherine is a master uh, at it. So, but, but but please don't think for a second that um, anyone's banned or any of that kind of nonsense before that 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 all kind of turns into a thing. We, we have been blessed this evening. 
uh, with more phone calls than we've ever had. And um, so not everyone's going to get on. And for me, that's brilliant because it means, um, for me and Kath and Ed, uh, it, it means we've got more colours in our palette to play with, which is which is absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I think it will be better for you, dear listener, as well, because you, you, you. It means me and Kath can work the magic that we like to work, and we've been held back a little bit because we haven't had a lot of callers, and we're getting more callers, and that's brilliant. Um, yes, we'll take a break, Catherine and Ed. Well, you can come and join in here, and then we'll take calls straight to her for the rest of the show. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hit me, baby, one more time. Whoa! Don't think that's a very responsible message. How old was she when she we made that that pop song? Sixteen. Was she? Mm-hmm. And she dressed up as a sexy schoolgirl. Wowzers! But she she was schoolgirl age. Yeah. But the boy, the love interest in it was her cousin. Oh well, she is from the deep south, yeah. isn't she? There's a brilliant video of her um, tripping. Talking about time travel. Love that. Eduardo! Hi! There's a brilliant um, mug I've seen you can buy online. It says, when you're having a bad day, just think, if Britney got through 2000 and whatever year it was, you can do this. Yeah. Bless her. And she did. She came out the other side, an absolute legend. And now she's the queen of pop. I love her. Now she's the new Madonna, isn't she? Really? She's doing what Madonna was doing years ago. I think Gaga's trying to be the new Madonna. Gaga is... um... Because it's all style, really, isn't it? And oh, no. no, no, but Ga- but Gaga is more... No, no, no. She's more of a musician. Britney is pure pop. Well, Gaga is actually kind of like Madonna, but you get no. conned into thinking it's art because she's so out there. But I think Gaga you know, has... has the, uh, Sorry, uh, Brit- Britney, I'm getting them confused yeah. now, has a prolonged career. Yes. You know, she's on the track to be the next you think? Madonna. Yeah. And Gaga isn't. I think Gaga... I don't think it's either or, is it? I think they both they both can exist there. Do you know who I think might be done? Carrie. Okay. The pictures of Carrie because I like Carrie. I had I like the cut of her jib. I had the music box album. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Um, but the pictures of her in the newspaper today, I like the pictures of that Lisa girl from Big Brother from uh, about eight years ago, who's always getting, get, who's, who's pictured um, putting the milk bottles out with, like, um, you could see her bare ass crack. I know. Um, and, and the Mariah... Because but, paps are going to be outside her house, aren't they, doing that? They wouldn't have been phoned up specifically. The Mariah not. Carey pictures were like that with her nipple out. You see that? That's the... She's done a lot of pictures recently where she's quite obviously used an app to slim herself down and everything's a bit bendy in the background. Because she, she, Mariah Carey, is a curvaceous... Brilliant. ...woman, which is fantastic mm. and, and, and should, be, um, should be celebrated. Also, she's had twins. She's not going to look like she did when she was 19. I was making a joke up in my head. OK. Um... My, I've told you this before, but my um, friend Jade was a camera, well, is a cameraman, I say that, I've not seen him for years, and he told me that when he had to go and do a photo, uh, shoot, film, an interview mm. with Mariah Carey, and before he went in, it was for like, um, I can't even think of a teen show on Channel 4, anyway, it was for some show on Channel 4, and before he went in, the they gave him all of these instructions. Right, you can only shoot one side of the face. Um, you cannot ask her to move. You cannot uh, touch her. And the reason is, 
but she has if you look at the pictures they're all taken from one side and she has the hair generally i think it's down over the left side of her face because the left side of her face is get this imperfect i don't want to say wonky <gasps> but it is she's a got little a good bit side. it's mm. she's got a good side and a, a, a you know a weak side and she's she's you know she looks like she she's obviously she's got a lazy eye can you call them lazy eyes now probably something against that, well i can because i've got one and all where when i get tired you know my eye goes a bit rude. i've got um uh, a young man's eyes in a box under the floorboards oh my god um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number we take calls straight to air on a friday night for the last hour of the show line one you're on the wireless Combat. i can't believe you just said that i just had to jump mike allen that wasn't me talking to Mike Allen, was it? I've never spoken to Mike. Who was that? Was that me? A, was that me? Don't think so. That sounded to me like, um, what was his name? Alec, no, um, Andy. Andy who? Oh, Andy. But yeah, your whispering off mic is awful. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Don't care in this instance. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Uh, hi, has anyone claimed David Bowie yet? Um, why would you like David Bowie? Well, yeah, as both. Well, are you a big fan of David? Well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Bowie is gone as a rock star. He's not right. gone as a so movie. He's not gone as a movie star. So you can have him as a movie well, star. I'll have him as a movie star, and for rock star, can I have Sting? And I'll clarify on Monday. Mate, that is the way. The thing is, though, Gatford. I know you're making. I know you're making whimsy. No, no, gen- generally. I know I you're making whimsy, but the way 2016 is going, do you know what? You might get. You might just get him. You might just get him again, and then we'll see. Then we'll see who's who's happy. There's a lot of snarkiness in the papers about Sting this week because Why? he says. He, well, just this week. Well, he said that he's moved to um, America because people are jealous of him over here. Cue all the gobshites in the newspapers writing col- you know, Kelvin McKenzie, uh, uh, who is an excellent columnist, by the way, for an excellent newspaper. But all these people writing, well, we don't want you jealous, we don't want you over here. You can, you know, we do, off. we could do with the tax. But, I mean, Sting is brilliant. I mean, all right, you know, the Ten Summoners Tales, and it's, it's a little bit boring and I stuff like that. I liked that. But, yeah, but the, the mandolin stuff. Yeah, but he's, 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 sell, he sold bucketfuls of records. He, he tried to do a, a Broadway musical about the Newcastle shipyard with Jimmy Nailing. That, that fa- he, he tries to do stuff. Do you know what he is? A Renaissance man. Yes. I don't like all this, um, I don't like all this snidiness about people that, uh, and it is, I, I think it is a British thing. Do they do this in New Zealand? No, no. Uh, I don't, yeah, if they're really successful, we do, you know, we celebrate the success and then we start chopping them down. Oh, it's like, really? oh, they're not good enough. Oh, it's tall, you, you wouldn't tall, do that to Crowded House? Oh, uh, yeah, no, we wouldn't do that to Crowded House. What about Split Ends? No, same hell thing. no. Uh, hmm? It's virtually the same thing. I know, I was, I was just showing um, my uh, Your my musical knowledge. knowledge. Um... I thought it was a British thing that that just did that 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 built them up and no then no we build them up and then cut them down so the mean. second they start failing we're like nah you're gone you failed us you disappoint the country no I've I've been mean in the past and I've been mean on this show and I'll be mean again but it just seems like such a um uh it, it's just mean isn't it 
sorry, I'm getting loads of um, emails and tweets. If you want to email, by the way, if you go to the Talk Radio website, then uh, you can. Uh, I'm a bit bunged up, but I haven't got a handkerchief, so I I've got tissues. Maybe I'll have a little uh, nose blow during the break. Line one, you're on the wireless. Evening, boss. You all right? Evening. You all right? I'm going to ignore that question. Oh. Mm. Well, I was asking about how you were. Yeah, I'm ignoring it. Health is not in question. Oh. Move on. Right, OK. Right, no worries. Uh, have I missed my uh, Una Stubbs uh, Pokemon game? Go on. No, well, I was going to say, she was. I probably missed it because I was on the phone for a bit of it, but uh, she was in... Um, Bloody till death do us part, aren't she? Yes, we've got that down, mate. We've got that down in sickness and in He's health. Joking. In sickness and in health. Well, she's in the other one as well. Yeah, and we said flip. Right, delete, delete my number. What is going on? Um, James Cridland, who yes. is hi, James, who is. Um, what is he? Futurologist. That's it. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a, a radiotherapist. Radio no, he's a radio... No, he's not a radiotherapist. He's a radiographer. What is he? He's a radio futurologist. Radio futurologist. He is. And he knows, he knows a lot about radio, and he's moved to Australia to um, kick their radio up the ass. Um, he uh, says... He's watching us on Facebook. Fun watching Ian Lee on Facebook. <laughs> is, is he... No. He He is. It's just what he's, it's just the assumption he's made. Talk radio. I've spent money on this. It looks decent. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a picture of the uh, setup? It's um, Ed. Could you send it? Yeah, I'll I'll this is it? this is the. Uh, I, I, I'll tweet you a picture of the setup we've got. Um, it's very high tech. So. Just to explain it for the people that aren't going to look at the photo, we, in the studio we but, have some very high tech cameras yeah. that have never worked. That have never worked. So I brought a little. I bought a little twenty pound webcam, ran a very long right. lead into the other room into my laptop. Yeah, and it's stuck on with <laughs> packaging tape. Bra not even gaffer tape. Brown. <laughs> yeah, we went really budget with that one. Um, <laughs> um, I tell you what, Ed, we're going to go to a break, so you need to I'll go and do through. some bits and pieces. Thank you, James. <laughs> I, I, I wish. I wish. It's all put together with spit and chewing gum and a little bit of string. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you're watching. Thank you. Um, we, I, people are saying, oh, have you, have you stopped Periscope? No, we're, we're going to kind of go back and forth and, and do, do both of them. And, the thing um, is, that is an extra. The main thing yeah, yeah, is yeah. this is a radio show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tweet to James exactly how we do this <laughs> how the magic happens <laughs> the magic happens um and you can give us a call 03444991000 this is talk radio with ian lee late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk there's a story in one of the papers about this thing i don't like this phrase hippie crack yeah um it's laughing gas is yeah. it because it's not for hippies and it's not, not crack. it's not it's not anything like crack. I don't so I don't I, I don't understand the, the I don't understand it. But um where where I live, you know where I live is posh mm -hmm. part of the time. Um I've noticed a lot of those little canisters. Same as. So they obviously because it's quite quiet my street, but they obviously come up there, drive up there, crack open these canisters, laugh have their a, heads off. Have a laugh. I mean is that it? how long do you laugh for? I don't know. And then just toss them out the window. I do think if you're going to be a drug user, um, respect the environment. 
Keep keep Britain tidy. I would say the same. You know, where I live is not posh, but there is a posh town next to it. Yeah. Well, in Waitrose Car Park, of all places. Yeah. Those canisters. I've got a theory, though, about posh places and drugs. Yeah. Because it's so boring, and they're usually near a rougher town. Their uh, prime target. Will Carruthers, who was on yesterday, mm-hmm. made a really good point. Being a junkie is boring. Mm-hmm. Is boring. I've spoken to junkies, both recovered and in the throes, and um, because it becomes routine. Well, just the the, the, the mainly. The, 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 you know, <laughs> I've got phrases carefully because I don't want to... Again, I, I'm aware that we, my boss thinks I encourage drug use, which I don't at all. I really, really don't. You know, people, but people will make their own decisions. But but, but the, the majority of it is um, you, 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 you don't get high after a while because you can't get high. So you're taking the drug to kind of reach a sort of normality. Um, and a lot of the time is either coming down from drugs... Wondering when you're going to get more drugs. Wondering why your drug dealer hasn't returned your call. Waiting in your car. My a friend of mine. Wait, wait in his car for like four hours with the drug dealer going, yeah, yeah, I'm ten minutes away. I'm ten minutes away. And and, and then you get the drugs. And then as soon as you start doing the drugs, you're thinking, God, when, these drugs aren't going to last more than a day. We're going to need to get some more drugs. And it's just the tedium of it. You know, it's not all, you know, wonderful hallucinogenic colours and bright lights and music, seeing the music coming out of your speakers. And although, sexy parties. Although that can that can happen, you know, and sexy parties, you know, it's um it's boring, tedious, tedious. Um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that, uh, sorry, uh, I'm on, I'm on. I was just giving the, um, the, the hold music, you know, your hold music. No, I've never heard it. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, good morning, Ian. It's Howard Hughes again from the Unexplained Show. How are you? I'm, I'm fine, thank you, Howard. We, we say good evening as we've not had a sleep yet. Well, it's morning in the unexplained world. That's all we'll say about that one. Just a uh, quick, quick spooky story for you if you got the time there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened was I, I put my Christmas decorations up yesterday. Everything was looking great in the lounge. Had a beautiful winter wonderland going on. Seven-foot tree, 600 lights. And in the morning, came downstairs, only 15 of the lights were twinkling. Call it unexplained. Call it what you will. You decide. That was beautiful. That's the perfect... That, if anyone's wondering, that's the perfect straight-to-air call. Nice little minute. I, I forgot to say... Oh, let me just take this... Uh, take this. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Question 12. I can't hear. Okay, that was less perfect. That was poor. Um, I bought the Christmas tree today. I thought I was, I was struggling today. I, I had to. I got up early to see my youngest's nativity, and then I went straight back to bed and just kind of lay there. Couldn't sleep, but I couldn't do anything. I was lay there, I was like, oh. and then I thought, oh, I'm going to go and get a Christmas tree, otherwise I'm going to stay in bed all day. And I went and bought a Christmas tree, and it's weird. In the, 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 the we bought a real one, and I think it was. 40 pounds wow. it's, a, it's a seven footer mm. 
But there's, you had two sections, right? You've got the section where, like, the seven-footers are £40. Well, there's a section where the seven-footers are £100. What would be a... Six, why would there be such a huge... Well, you'll have some that are no drop and they'll probably smell better. Well, but... Some I mean, of those probably, probably I w- painted green, the cheap ones. I wouldn't know, because mine <laughs> comes down from the garage roof every... Oh, does it? Yeah, it's the same one oh, I had when we had a faker? flat. Yeah, because oh. I've, I've not got a massive amount of room. It's the same one I had when I had my first flat. I spent quite a lot of money on it for for those days. Mm. It's about 50 quid. Yeah. Hey, and it'll do. Yeah, yeah. Go and buy a real one this weekend. Why? Because the girls will love it. The girls will... I haven't got room. You haven't got room. You, you haven't got room. I've got room. Of course you've got room. You've got room for a fake one. you got Just a fake put one. the fake one back and then, <laughs> exactly. and then use the real one. I haven't got it out yet. I haven't got it out yet. All well, right, leave well, the fake one up there and then put the I'll real con- one up. I'll consider it, but... Go and get, go and get a real tree. The Isn't... girls will love it. Because we... Uh, did you have real trees in New Zealand? Yes. At, at Christmas? Yeah, 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 like yeah. In, in parks You yeah, know, we have trees everywhere, but yes, for Christmas we have trees as well. The picture is very green and lush, your country. We had... Uh, plastic tree mm-hmm. when we were growing up and it would always come out of the loft and it was it was you know this big wooden box a uh, big cardboard box and it had we had color-coded things yeah, so that's the what I've got. reds and then the blues it's got fur it. cones on it bosh um and and, and we we'd had it and we were never allowed a real christmas tree and there was always something very magical about the idea really? of a real christmas tree and i remember i don't remember the first real christmas tree i got but i remember I don't, well, I don't remember because it was steaming, but I remember the, the first flat that I owned and, and getting a, walking in with a, a real Christmas tree, and it was just what. And there's something, there's something magical about bringing a huge living thing into your house. It, honestly, there's something magical about it. It just has this kind of vibrancy that you're bringing in. And also, it's funny. You're bringing a tree (laughs) into the house. That's funny, isn't it? It's nuts. I'll let me have a think about it. Do it. To be honest, the other one does make me itch a bit, because it's like... (laughs) Right, I don't have tinsel. (laughs) Allergic to to a fake tree. No, but you know what? Because they're horrible, aren't they? Like dusty. She's just allergic to a good time and spending money. (laughs) Shut up. That's not true at all. (laughs) Bought some right great bits of tat today. (laughs) Wait, so I'm I'm curious. So you grew up with a fake tree. Yeah. And now you have real one. Did you yeah, grow up with because he's gone a... common posh. But which way did you go? Common, common. Okay, so you've always had a fake tree. No, my mum and dad. No, my mum and dad were common, but didn't know. Ah. James Cridland's get, trolling me now. Um, he's, he's trolling me. He t- turns out Talk Radio spent ten pounds on a roll of gaffer tape, and now he's upset because I've moved it and he can't see me properly because this is in the way. For goodness' sakes, James. Stop it! As the cause said, listen to the radio. Listen <laughs> to the radio. Um, yeah, uh, how's, how's them apples? Um, <laughs> Is that revenge? Um, but there's something, and 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 my, the the youngest came home from school, and he did the same thing. And so I bought this tree, big seven foot tree, and it was in the it was it was about six foot, and it was in the corner. We hadn't decorated it. They'll do that this weekend. Um, and he did exactly the same thing that he did last year came in threw his bag down can i play on the xbox no i want to play on the xbox all right well I'm gonna... uh, and then he's talking and and he's sort of walking around he hadn't noticed it was there for about 15 minutes right and then and then suddenly he just went literally went go james finlayson yeah it was brilliant all right i've made up my mind yeah i can't do it when anyone else is in why well because i'm married to a miserable git and i probably end up <laughs> also <laughs> 
and it's yeah and uh and this weekend we've got loads to do we're going to synagogue tomorrow morning oh got a, a baby blessing oh i'm assuming it's same same rules apply dress wise is it this is it down the to there up to here hmm? is it the same god yeah okay well, that's fine it's old testament god isn't it um it's just not jesus Okay, okay, yeah. But, um... You've offended Ed now. So, no. Walking out, I'm out of here. Anyway, so I'm busy this weekend, but, you know, I've got all day, haven't I, next week? I'm, do it. I'm going to do it and not tell anyone. D- thank I'm you. I'm going rogue. It, honestly, it will blow the girls' minds. If they're not, um, if they're not blown away by it, I'll give you the money myself. I'm sure they will be. And also, while I was there, they had these tiny Christmas trees, about that big. Yeah, I've got one of them. I, I, I bought two of them for the boys' bedrooms. They've yeah. got, they got a Christmas tree in their bedroom. Real ones? Yeah, 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 yeah my, real ones. I've got Tiny one from last year. One. I put it outside. It's yeah. still alive. I'm bringing that in. And beautiful, all. beautiful. They'll decorate that and have a couple of presents around that. Be beautiful. They put in their bedrooms. What? Presents around it as well? You, what kind you, of precedent are you setting? <laughs> Honestly, get a real tree. It will, it will, it will, it will be wonderful. It's messy. I mean, it's messy and getting rid of it is a pain. You know, it's not. What, that won't be my job. <laughs> but it, I just think it makes such a difference. Right, I'm going to do it. Because, I'll tell you why. Yes. Because I feel like it. And I'm brilliant at ideas. It's a good idea. And it, the other one does make me itch. Because it's basically green tinsel, isn't it? I don't like tinsel. But it's like, you know, feathery plastic and it makes me itch. I don't have tinsel in the house. Tinsel's uh, horrible. I, um... Do you have tinsel? You bet you don't have it on your tree. It's not we, posh. We had, to have it, we had all the tinsel removed when I was a kid because I had tinselitis. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. Last 10 minutes of the show, last 10 minutes of the week. Um, do you want a dead rock star and a dead movie star? I've had one. Who? I had Vivian Lee and Cass, Mama Cass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have another? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. That's not how it works, mate. That's not how it works. Are you doing the um, New Year's Eve show? Yeah. Mm. I'm in negotiations, contract negotiations. Are you? You won't be working New Year's. You'll be back off in. in, in New I, I'm in negotiations to call you from Hogmanay. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. That's what you're doing. You're going to Hogmanay. You're such a tourist, Ed. I know. Those those things are unimportant to us. We're, we're British. We don't care about what I happens in this country. Fun. No, I. Oh no, it will not. It, it will be. It's going to be awful. cold in Edinburgh. Yeah. Oh mate, good luck. <laughs> if it, it will be. Freezing. It was quite cold in August, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you'll be stuck outside. You'll be stuck in a massive crowd. You won't be able to get anywhere, mm. mate. Uh, Sounds fun. Love it. Do you remember when we went to Edinburgh and um, after a certain time of the evening, there were people starting on each other in the street? Oh yeah, like on every corner, there was someone <laughs> trying to stick um, one on someone. I love Edinburgh. I think it's, it's, it's such a beautiful city, but you're always walking up. There's never any down. It's you're always walking up. And it's because it's quite damp. You just get so tired constantly. I, I and I prefer it when I've been a couple of times when the festival isn't on, and it's just the it's festival. So, the festival is. I find it really stressful. We were up there for two two days, three yeah. days, yeah. Um, doing a couple of shows, and also doing the radio show. We did it at Sophie Sarah's house, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, of course. Where have happened to her? She's gone quiet. She sent us some sweets and then never came back. Yeah, that's she a bit thought weird. that would end us. Yeah, she thought she'd be surprised <laughs> that our, uh, we were stronger than that. She went, yeah, we're flipping it. Tell you who else is not phoned up. It's Rocky. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I muted him on Twitter. I might have done. 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, that shouldn't mute him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know how voice boxes work. <laughs> it what 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 does the voice box look like? Is it an actual? I'm going to Google. No, it. it's just twangy old uh, string. Bit isn't of it? twine. Mm-hmm. And that voice. By the way, have you got your nodules looked at yet? No, 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 no. I want to wait till I'm really ill. No. I don't like it when I type in my search engine and it comes up just goes voice box and I want a picture of it. Let's see. Images. Ah! 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 That is disgusting. Oh sweet god, why did you make me go? Oh, God, it looks like a VJ in someone's throat. <laughs> but it kind of is, isn't it? Oh, God, it's... Oh, God, that was awful. That was awful. I mean, flipping it. Close the lid, Ian. Close the lid. That was, I mean, jeez, that was upsetting. You all right? I'm fine. I'll, re- I'll, I'll recover. The human body is is disgusting, isn't it, Ed? There's nothing... Just a wee bit. There's nothing... Like a nice bum, <laughs> a nice bum, I can handle. But <laughs> literally, well, yeah. But it's still that's the that's really that's the well, ex- that's the mucky end. Exactly. The, the I mean, it's deceptive. It's nature, isn't it? It makes the the um, it makes it alluring. It does. It, it makes the, the the dirty stuff look good. alluring so that we're not disgusted by it because then we, when you get closer because if we you know we're all looking at you know nice bar in a pair of jeans or you know you, you see nice bar in a bit of lycra and you know, the bike is a, but it, it, if you connect that with what that is actually for yeah that is repulsive that is disgusting and yet fundamental yeah even the queen does it the Queen well, has to do it. I don't know. She can probably bypass it by now. I watched a really interesting documentary about Calvin Klein. Oh, yeah. And about how, how he revoli- revolutionised jeans. Yeah. And, did, you know, because they were workwear, weren't they? And they were kind of baggy. If you look at old-fashioned jeans, like yeah. cowboy jeans, that on proper cowboys, it was like, you know, you couldn't mm. see the bums, really. Yeah. He decided, it was him that decided to raise the seam so you part the buttocks. Oh. And that's what makes a sexy bum shape. What, jeans? Yeah, parting them a bit. Um, Going up a bit. Everyone wears jeans now. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing jeans, Ed? Yep. Yeah. I was I, just checking with her. With her, I never seen wear jeans to work. That's not true. Tis. That is not true. Tis. I have seen you in jeans. You haven't. At what? <laughs> of course, I have. You haven't. Yes, I have. When? Remember that Saturday when you were hung over. All right. That's a Saturday. Yeah. That's not work. Yeah, down the rabbit hole at Three Counties when we were doing, <laughs> when we were doing a radio show. Mm. That was work. That was because I'd been on a no, hen no. So, but, weekend. But, 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 but you've just gone from and never. And driven all the way from Bristol. You've gone from never. And also to sleep upstairs. <laughs> to a, an occasion. Like once I've worn. Well, I could probably think of more. Only on a weekend. Like proper work, I don't. <laughs> that was a bit of fun, that show. I, um, I uh, would would love to be able to not wear jeans all the time but they're just so damn practical mm. they're mm. so damn practical sweet lord less so for women i'd suggest why because they're you know they're tight aren't they well no, no you don't have to get tight might, ones might, yes it do well maybe you know that's telling you something <laughs> line one you're on don't the wireless me, don't cut me man don't cut me man well get to the point man i want to um for my Hall of Fame, I mean, for my, um, oh, you see, uh, what's her name? 
Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I want her. She's, she's not dead. Not, dead. She's alive. Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> can I? Can I claim someone? Yeah, of course. All right, because I, I, I've been saving this one, and someone else stole. My, I was going to do Alec Guinness, but someone else stole him. Oh, that was yesterday. Um, yeah, Amy Winehouse. Has she been claimed oh, yet? Oh. L- here's the thing: loads of chances have claimed her on Twitter. Doesn't no, count. No, 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 no. You phone in or you work here. That's how you make your claims. <laughs> Suck Not it, Amy Winehouse, with, ap- with absolute... Hang on a minute, I'm, I'm confusing by the way I'm writing How about this, your but... actor? Amy Winehouse. Peter Sellers. Oh. oh, oh Two quality choices there. And isn't it odd that... I've those... had 24 hours to really shape it after someone else stole my Peter well, choices. No, I think, you've, I think you've done better with that, isn't it? Funny, those, those legends, legends, haven't gone. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, everyone. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hello, is it Ed? Yep. Ed. Ed? Yep. Oh, great. Hello, yeah. Um, hi. Could I claim, please, yeah. uh, Heath Ledger as an actor? Um, is he gone? He's dead, yeah. yeah. No, did he go yesterday? No, 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 he's dead. No, I meant... Uh, no, you're thinking... No, 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 no. You're thinking of Brandon Lee. Phoenix. River Phoenix went tonight, mate. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You do, is, is, sorry, you, I know you've been busy um, helping Matt Haig write his latest book. Yeah. Um, who did you want? Heath Ledger, yes? Yeah, uh, could I uh, get uh, Sid Vicious? Yes, you can. For the rock star? Yeah. I, I'm going to put it out there. A, a, very, a, very we- a very weak hand you've got there. I don't think he'd be very happy if you called him a rock star. Vicious and Ledger, I'm going to be honest, I think that's a weak hand. Oh, Ledger was good. Ledger. I think no, so. I it's a split hand. It's good fun to have around when I'm sat by myself on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, that, uh, is that what you Are you going to be by yourself on New Year's Eve? Uh, oh, gosh, no. I'll probably be... What a liar. Have to go out. What I'll probably you? have to go out. No, what? you don't have to go out. Oh, I keep meaning it. We're going to invite um, four listeners in on New Year's Eve. Got to make your own way down. Got to make your own way home. Can't touch me. And you can bring a little bit of booze, but if you get carried away and ask you to leave, you've got to leave. So they have to look at you from the good side? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really good. Well, hang on. I've got three friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, this is the thing. It will be one... It, it, it will be... Uh, it's got to be four lonely people. <laughs> four lonely... <laughs> I can ring my wife. Four lonely... <laughs> uh, it's got to be four lonely people who uh, otherwise... And you know we'll have to have names and addresses and all that, gubbins. No, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be, uh, this will be fine, because we're not doing it with a big audience. This will be fine. Four people... But they've got to be lonely oh people. My gosh, Remind me, perfect, next, but... next, George, it's not you. Uh, why not? Because you just said you were going out with, on New Year's Eve. No, I, I lied there. I tried to make myself sound interesting. Also, my dad used to live in a flat with Brian May. <laughs> Is that true, or did you lie to make yourself more interesting? <laughs> I don't know what, that's got I don't know what to, to believe do anymore. With, um, <clears throat> so next week. We will um, we, we, we'll have the first. Uh, we'll invite the first person to come and spend New Year's Eve with us. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll select someone. Yeah, line two. You're on the line. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Dennis Grove. I'm a lonely person. Most of my friends have died. I'm older than they are. Dennis, where are you? Hey, I'm at home. With the radio on. How many times, Dennis? Slipping it, Den. How are you? I'm getting a migraine. Well, you did say you were looking for lonely people. Well, most of my friends have died. Well, you're, one, you're the only friend that's left. So. Well, we're not. Hang on a minute. We're not friends, Dennis. Let's not carry, get carried away. That's a very nice oh, thing. All right, put it off. No, <laughs> 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 
Uh, well, that's a very nice thing for you to say. Are you going to be listening to the show on New Year's Eve? I would think so, yes. OK. Well, that... It depends whether um, I get too K-Lide. I was uh, going to say, are you going to get sozzled, Dennis? Probably with, with a look, yeah. Good lad. Good lad. How are you feeling? Is, I've got all these bloody chocolates to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Better get started. I've started already. <laughs> By the way, Grace... I've only De- had one box I'm sick already. Grace Dent, who's um, a, a regular contributor to the show via Twitter and is, is um, you know, an all-round uh, good egg, she says she's got um, a, a, a few a bootload of matchmakers to sell to you. Good price. 300 quid. Is, does that sound about right? No, no, no. I can't get these things free from Amazon, you know. Oh, good Dennis. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Um, it's nice having you in the studio. It's, it's nice to be here, thanks for Don't get carried away. Okay. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. I spoke to you earlier. It's Tony. Hey, Tony. you got about a minute. How are you? Okay. Oh, I was going to tell you an embarrassing story. Go on, then. Okay. My friend invites, when he was a student, this is like years ago, 25 years ago, a friend yes. of mine who was at university in Brighton, he's going to play with his band and invites me and a few friends up. So we go, and he's at the front of the room, Yeah. and it's a really long room, Yeah. and all the students are sat down, like, cross-legged. Unbelievable. Like they're in a school assembly, or watching, I don't know. And I'm about two rows back, Yeah. cross-legged. And my friend's been playing all night, and then he plays... Groove is in the heart. Groove is in the heart, yeah. Yeah. Groove is in the heart, oh bloody hell. Enough singing. Sorry. Yeah. So, I looked at this guy next to me, he looked at me, and we both looked at each other like, can we go up and dance? Yeah. yeah, let's go up and dance. <laughs> so we both got up and danced, and we're grooving away. In the heart. So we're at the front, and there's like a row of 60 to 100 people going back cross-legged in behind us yeah and we're dancing i'm grooving and then he sits down i thought the whole room would join us yeah but they didn't well that's 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 embarrassing for them not for you no it was really embarrassing for me because i just had to keep grooving yeah exactly no that's 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 not embarrassing for you it's embarrassing for those losers i can i can tell you it was awful okay well yeah so that's mine, but I've got loads more, but that was getting up to form type embarrassing. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, we asked that about three hours ago. Thank you, Tony. And on that bombshell. Hang on, we've got time for... You've got, you got 20 seconds, line two. Um, have a good weekend, and it was me, Dana, that stole Alec Guinness. Have a good weekend. Thank Bye. you. For- <laughs> oh, calling in to rub it in. What a way to end the show there, Dana. Totally poning Eduardo. She murdered you there, mate. She destroyed you, buddy. I'm offended. Yeah, you should be. That's it. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Catherine. Strong week of shows. Well, an interesting week of shows. And I think we... we, Whatever. Podcasts, life, love, books, music, family, food. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 